know what it is you're listening to the urban product it's your boy dme unfortunately i do not have rich with me this episode since i am in new york to be correct i am in the wonderful town of new paltz new york visiting a good old homie friend of the show my best friend to be exact so i just said why not have her on the podcast for this a special edition of the urban product do you want to go ahead and introduce yourself or do you want me to do that I'll go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Introduce yourself real quick. Okay, my name is Kimmy. I am Devin's um, best friend. (laughs) And uh, yeah, we're here in New Paltz, a wonderful town. I'm glad you like it. (laughs) I love when you visit. It's always a good time. Yeah, I'm here like all the time now. Normally, first time I came here is with um, Josh and Derek. And then we came back here again. And then uh, another time, I think I came on my own. Then I came a fourth time with Josh because he was about to get deployed to Kuwait. So I had to make sure he got to say bye to Kimmy before he left. And now I'm here for my fifth time just because, I don't know, I can't stay away. I, can't, I just can't stay away. And because she doesn't feel like taking the drive up to me for some reason. But I always have to drive no, up to see that. her. Don't, don't I mean, it's the truth. That. It's the truth. But it's okay. It's okay. You know, Love's still there. You know my car problems. Yeah. You know, you know. My car doesn't have airbags, so what's your excuse? <laughs> <laughs> um, my exhaust was going to fall off my car. Uh-huh. But that's about it, I guess. That, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> that's your only excuse. Fucking, just my exhaust. Yo, one slip and slide and I'd be done. So you're just right, know what, right. I, what I've... No. And Josh and Derek's I life. Just know what I've you. sacrificed. <laughs> I sacrificed all of our lives actually to come see you. <laughs> I appreciate all of you. Nah, it's all good. It's all good. Um, yes, yeah, so like like I said, this is gonna be a special edition of the show because we will still be dropping our regular episode um, on Wednesday. This episode, if you're listening to the day of, is gonna be Monday. So it's just gonna be two episode week. Um, this episode, we're going to stay clear away from recent topics. I know a lot of people listening to this wants me to give them updates on Jesse Smollett or R. Kelly or Antonio Brown. And don't worry, you'll get the full, full, um, recap on Wednesday. Maybe at some point we might bring something up just cause it has to do whatever topic we're talking about, but you can look for all the recent events, uh, to be talked about. On the park on the episode I do with um, Darnell, which would be four, forty-one, and this episode is actually episode forty, which is lit because the Urban Product has made it to forty episodes. Ooh. But beside the point, besides the point, I'm, I, it's like I'm forgetting I have a guest <laughs> with me right now. <laughs> okay, so I want everybody listening to like understand like our friendship, um, 
to a T, not not a complete T because you know we can't give them all the details. But I just want them to at least know a brief history of what got us to where we are right now. So I guess I'll start off. Feel free to jump in whenever you add to, since you know I go yeah. off on a tangent. So freshman year, um, 2015 freshman year September. My first memory of Kimmy, I'm going to call her K for the podcast because I don't call her yeah, Kimmy. Yeah, I was actually surprised that you were calling me Kimmy. I mean, I, I know I introduced myself. Yeah, like that, you introduced but... yourself as Kimmy, so that's why I didn't like just want to say K right away. I want him to, to know who Kimmy Kim. is. Or Kim? Oh, yeah. Fuck that. What? <laughs> yeah, you, you call me Kim. It's either Kim or K. Yeah, I went, I went through all of freshman year calling you Kim. Right. I don't think K and came like until like junior year. Right. Because I started calling Josh J and like mm-hmm. Grace G, so it was just all the letters G J and K. So I just started calling you K. But yeah, all of freshman year, I only called her Kim. Everyone was calling her Kimmy. I don't know. I just felt weird coming out of my mouth, so I just said Kim <laughs> instead for some reason. But freshman year, 2015, is when I first met her. Um, I was in my dorm room actually with my roommate Derek, and I remember. Kim or Kay, um, Kay, Grace, and Hannah were just walking through the halls, and they pulled up to our door, and they asked if we wanted to smoke. At the time, Derek and I didn't smoke, so we were like, nah. And then they asked us if we wanted to take shots. Derek and I, at the time, also didn't drink, so we said nah. (laughs) And I was like... I was different back then, so I don't think I was taking the hint until now. <laughs> but I think they were just trying to hang out. But me and Derek were, like, both in situations freshman year. So, like, we just dubbed the whole idea of that. Because, you know, for the people that come into college and relationships, everyone is, like, warned about um, fucking, what, what, what's it, like, temptations and shit right. like that. So I think when Derek and I first came in freshman year, since I was with my person, he was with his person, we were probably just trying to dub it. Right. And then... Our doors are open, and then you just see three shorties walk by. So your first, your well, first your door initial was dude. Open. I know, so I know. We're like, oh my god, people! Facts, it was, facts. I think it was. It had to either no. It was the second night. That was the second night after we all moved in freshman was it? year. Yes, it, it might have been because the first night it was me, Grace, and Danny. The second night it was me, Grace, and Hannah. Uh. And that's when. We walked past your door, going to the elevator, because we were bored. I mean, we, we were in college. We were like, yo, like, we're in college, bro. So, um, we just saw people with their door open. We thought, hey, like, but honestly, I'm going to be honest right here. That was all Hannah and Grace. I kind of was just like, hey. <laughs> I, like, oh, hey, you were I don't even shit. know what I would have done without Grace. Freshman mm-hmm. year, she really, like, she was the extrovert. She was so friendly and, like. I was, just, like, always behind her. And, I, like, the friends I made were through her, honestly. Mm-hmm. So, like, I have her to thank. But, uh, yeah. I mean, that's kind of the same with, um, like, me and Derek. Right. Like, Derek was kind of... Because I didn't really start talking to people until sophomore year. So, like, freshman year, all the people I was meeting is just because I was just chilling with Derek. And he would just introduce me to mad people. Right. Um, so, that's when I technically met them. But I didn't get to know them that night. When I actually got to know them would be, like, later on that week, I think. Um, they lived on the same floor as us. Like, they two. lived down the hall. Facts, Durgan 2, good-ass times. <laughs> and <laughs> and I remember 
Oh, that's what it was. That's what it was. Yo, fucking fall semester that year, the beginning of the year was so fucking hot. Yeah, it was. It was so hot and shade derg, yo. Like, <sighs> I like that. no AC, no cooling, none of that. So we relied on our fans. Mm-hmm. And I remember I had, like, I didn't have, like, those modern fans. I had, like, those old school, like, fucking fans that, like, the big white fans with the panels right, that yeah. just, like, rotisserie and shit like that. And that wasn't doing the trick. Mm-hmm. And Derek was like, oh, I have this fan. And I was like, yeah, I remember. What happened to it? Then he was like, oh, I let somebody borrow it. And then it was like a while. I was like, yo, fam, that get your was, yeah, I was like, get your was fan the back. That first time that yeah. we really hung out? Like, really hung out, yeah. I was like, yo, bro, like, go get your fan back. And then I, like, came with him because, I don't know, I think he was, like, intimidated for some reason. <laughs> so I was like, yo, bro, I'll just come with you. <laughs> and then when we pull up to the place and I walk in, it's the fucking girls. And I'm like, wait, I've met y'all before. <laughs> wow, I can't believe that was... Because... We had been friends with Derek and Josh for a couple of days by that point. Yeah, but I didn't really hang out with them like that's that. That's true, that's true. Because, you know, in the <laughs> yeah, beginning, I yeah. didn't really fuck with them like Oh, that. yeah, no, I forget. Honestly, I love when the videos that you took of Derek <laughs> pop up, like the ones where he just was nonstop talking. Yeah. There was, like, ten of them. There was there was quite I know, a few. I know, I had, like, a... That was, like, before stories were even a thing, too. Yeah, he just kept talking about the most random shit. I, I love when those surface. Yeah, because now it's, like, like all of us are different now. Me, you, oh, yeah. Josh, Derek, Grace, Shane. We're, like, Shane. Yeah. <laughs> we're all different now. And freshman year, Derek used to talk, like, a shitload. And, like, it's now he doesn't... Nah, now he doesn't really talk like that. Well, I mean, it's definitely calm down yeah he still talks a <laughs> lot he's he's a talker i mean yeah I oh no I tried, yeah he's a talker guess that from the squad yeah. <laughs> he's a, we're all wow wow mm-hmm. yeah, we're all talkers that's crazy mm-hmm. in our own sadistic you, yeah, twist, like you guys ways. more than than i but nah but when i'm with you guys it, it really just like <laughs> brings it out in me even though that's yeah I, I I guess I identify as an introvert. Oh no, I definitely identify as an introvert. No, trust. You're me. an extrovert. No, you're no, I'm an introvert. You, you're are you an only get the extrovert introvert. side of me. Okay. Yeah. That doesn't make sense. Kinda. I'm an extrovert introvert. You're an extroverted introvert. Explain. You're- oh, by the way, let's just also say um, okay. d- during this episode. If you hear Kay going off, it's because she's a psych major, so she always tries to read me when I don't <laughs> like getting read. <laughs> you don't yeah, like it on. because you know I'm right most of the time. Uh-huh. Sometimes you check me. I'm like, you know what? No, you're right. <laughs> we you're both right. check each other. You're it's right. okay. We both know our flaws inside and out, so that's why like we hate when we like read each other, but we know it's for the best. Yeah. But yeah, what do you mean I'm an extroverted <clears throat> introvert? Um, I guess you just when you're around people that you or just not even people but in a situation where you feel comfortable in you don't have an issue um i don't know just being the outgoing person that you naturally are Mm. i guess okay okay i I think a lot of people just not i know that you probably think that when you like pull up to a place that you're just like not really like um familiar with you're kind of skeptical at first but you're a polite person of course um and it, you just always come off as you're friendly i guess i don't know you always have <laughs> uh thanks i appreciate that so yeah that was the first day um that i actually really met them is when we went to get our fan back but 
don't know. It was actually a, a weird week in general because here I am. I now have like three new friends that I didn't plan on meeting Kay, Grace, and Danny. And then that same week, for some reason, we all decide to go to this party all the way in Worcester together. And if people think about the distance between Bridgewater to Worcester, it's like maybe a good hour and a half, maybe. Yeah, it's, it's a little bit of a drive. Yeah. Um, I don't know why I agreed to go, but I was like, yeah, fuck it. Fuck it. I was like, fuck it. Why not? <laughs> so we went to this party in Worcester, which is actually whack as shit. Because yeah. it got like shut down and we went in there for like maybe 30 minutes. Where before was it got that shut at? Down. Was it was at the Palladium. Called? Right. It was at the Palladium right. in Worcester. For um, fucking I Love College Party, and mm-hmm. that shit got shut down. And then we just drove back home, but it was lit because we got our money back. But I remember, that's right. I remember that weekend. That's when we, that's when like officially became friends, mm-hmm. and it's been lit ever since. Yeah. Um, she attended Bridgewater in mass in freshman year, but she lives in New York, so she like transferred back after freshman year. Yeah, it's okay. It's all right. It was because he was he was tight on money. Yeah, like, like I feel you. There was some valid reasons behind it, but you know, there was, it, there was a lot of it reasons. Was a hard, there, I mean, yeah, there I know were, how there hard freshman year reasons. was for you. There were a lot of reasons. Yeah, but uh, I mean, I always wish I stayed. I know. I, it would have been extremely different than how it actually played out. Facts. But, even though I offered you housing like multiple times. Oh my god, you that okay? So the thing with out of state tuition though is. You still pay a room and board fee even mm-hmm. if you don't live on campus because you are a non-resident. Mm-hmm. So, you know how you live off campus. Yeah. You don't pay room and board. No. I still would have. And my tuition is... Because... Because I'm not a... Because you would have had to been there for like a year, right? Yes, to gain residency. Yeah. Quote, unquote. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Eh, whatever. But then you went to Cornell. No. Oh, I... <laughs> was it not Cornell? Cornell, you make me sound like I'm so much smarter. Wait, oh, Cornell. shit. Cornell University. Yeah, you that, that's oh. Ivy League shit. That, oh, yeah. Yes, I, I'm, I attended Cornell. I am now a doctor. That's um, crazy. <laughs> no, Cortland, my Cortland, yeah. That's... Um, I, I guess that would be central New York. If you know where... Syracuse is that's northern central, and then there's Binghamton, which is southern central. Cortland is directly in the middle of those two cities. And it was trash, right? And it was trash. Facts. Yeah. So then the year after that, transferred to New Paltz, yep. and here that's we are, there. junior and senior year, loving it, right? Mm-hmm. I I'm really happy here. Yeah, yeah. I feel. It. Yeah, I can tell. <laughs> if, if there was any alternative to Bridgewater, it'd be New Paltz. Okay, good. That's you know, a great answer. I, I grew up here, and I always loved. The school I I used to go trick or treating in the dorms when oh, I was little. That's cute. So uh, I actually lived last year in the same dorm where the trick or treating would go down. So that was pretty interesting. Wait, they weird. let they let little kids, kids dress trick in, or treat in a college campus? Yeah, it was like uh um oh what what is the organization? Oh, like an RA. Um, the, the things that an RA would put on. What are those? Programs? Yeah. It'd be like a program that was open to the public. New Paltz is very, I don't know, it's it's a community. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's not just a 
campus community, but the town surrounding mm. it. You know? No, I'm just thinking of a little kid banging on my door, like, before I mean, <laughs> before my ADM you or something. Sign, <laughs> you sign your room up. Uh-huh. So there's only designated rooms that the kids can go to. Um, I actually, they still do it. I live uh, in that hall, in uh, Dubois Hall, rep, doobie. Um, <laughs> three, two, one. I uh, don't live there anymore, but that shit was the bomb. Uh, Wasn't better than Durgan, too, though. Absolutely not. I mean, I love... The, no disrespect to the people that I lived with. Love y'all. Wasn't it them? Yeah, Izzy, Maeve, oh, um, Gabby, no. Cass, and Mara. They're great. Wait, there were six of y'all last? There was six of us in one suite. Ooh. Yeah. No windows common. in the common room. Ooh, that was it was a prison cell. But love that dorm. Three? What happened to the other three? They they live together. Separately. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, ooh, drama I want to hear about. No, no. <laughs> All is well. All is well. Word. Um... Uh, you were talking about trick-or-treating. Trick-or-treating. Uh-huh. I wanted to sign reason. up our room, but we completely <laughs> forgot, and no kids came up to my door. Yo, let a kid try to pull up on my room, yo. <laughs> I'm like, sit the fuck no, down. No, they're cute. Yo. They're, you wouldn't want, like, a little, like, little kid walk up to your door and, like, I don't know, like, a bee costume or something and be like, trick-or-treat. <laughs> if I'm back in Malden, yeah, like, when I'm on my campus, nah. It's all right. I'm all good on that. Sure. So then... Now you're in your own apartment, yep. chilling, which is why um, I've been re- uh, visiting her More before she, day. yeah, because before when she didn't have an apartment, it was just slow. Six so, people in a dorm. Me? Yeah. Six, like I mean, another person. <laughs> the, we, we would be given furniture like any suite would. Mm-hmm. You did not want to sleep on the couch, I promise you. No, I feel you. I feel you. That's why so she That's what I would pull to up us. to you, yeah. Yeah. Like she would come by, even though she left um, after freshman year, she would still come by um year after year for our annual spring fest mm-hmm. weekend which has been lit i, I don't think Absolutely. we've had one bad spring fest yeah i'm about to have another a great one like next next, next month, month or some shit yeah. like that yeah it's lit so um yeah she's been coming by bridgewater as mu- as much as she can she recently came by just to go see j cole um mm-hmm. at td garden only because you said you've always wanted to go to a concert with me. And I was like, that that was, that was the perfect concert to go to with you also. That oh, was great. thank you. Thank you. But that was also just like a great... I felt like uh, that was a general, great group of people yeah. just in general because yeah. it was me, you, and Josh, and Ace. Yep. That uh, that's was, a great That crew. was a great night. That was a great night. No bullshit. Um I think I was. I think I, I got faded after that too. Probably we, got, uh, yeah. we all. <laughs> we sure did. I think we all. Got I don't know. Regardless, it was a great night. But yeah, so four years of friendship. Now being best friends, um, we've seen each other through our best, seen each other through our worst. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're still here and we're still thriving. You feel me? Now, twenty minutes into the podcast, I guess I'll start to um, just break down what this episode is going to be like. So I feel like when I have conversations with Kay, they're mostly like these um, thought-provoking conversations relating to events or experiences that we've been through or are currently going through. So I just thought while I'm in New Paltz and I have the opportunity to just break shit down with everybody else, because sometimes I feel like our conversations would help other people if they were listening, Mm -hmm. just because like we have a certain way of pulling things out of each other that like other people aren't that wouldn't be able to pull out just because of how well we know each other and it always turns out to a really good um conversation and 
we started to learn more about ourselves and other shit yeah. like that. So like, hey, just put it out for other people. Who knows they can do that conversation for themselves, you feel me? Right. Uh, other things. Oh, I remember writing down in my notes just to note. Happy International Women's Day. It just passed. Uh, it's crazy that it's a day. That's a what? Rock and roll, baby. Rock that's and roll? What, what, wait, what? What's that got to do? Just like, I love that that's a thing in general. <laughs> I hate that it's just a day, though. That's like... Well, it's absolutely not just a day. It's just, facts. you know, a day of acknowledgement, you know, just to... Did you call your mom? I called every great woman in my life to let <laughs> okay. her know. Okay. Awesome. No, I'm just happy you did that because I didn't yeah. do that. So I'm just happy you did that. I called my mom. I called uh, my older sister. And you know what? I did not call Madison. And I sure should have. Damn. Damn. And it's crazy because you know Maddie's going to be listening to this too. Hi, Madison. <laughs> good. Shout out. Buffalo, New York. She'll like, be tight about why she's not here for the podcast. She's like, yo, bro. Yeah. <laughs> That's whatever. Shout out to Maddie out in Buffalo. Um, also, Daylight Savings. Did we lose an hour or gain an hour? We lost an hour. You lost an hour? Did I that... felt that this morning. Did you? Did you? I, I did. felt like you were. I felt like when you woke up, you had like mad energy. I don't know. No, I mean, only because like, what's the point of being like, ugh? You know, I, I have to go to work and be there till four thirty anyway. Might as well just have be a positive. good attitude about it, you know? Well, trust me, yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm always putting the vibes yeah. out there. Trust me, I know. All right, so um. This episode is going to be one big reality check, hence the title of this episode, Reality Checks. Um, So let's go down our list, and let's just see what we can bring up. Okay, first topic, best memory together. I'll let you go first. Me? Yes. Well, we kind of already touched upon it. I mean... The J. Cole concert. Oh, that was about... Okay, I Well, if you want to... All right. Deeper than J. Cole? Because that was just, that was a great Oh, yeah, that was a great I will never forget that. That, I mean, like, we were were in the aisle. Me, you, and Josh (laughs) were in the aisle just going up and not even, like, like flat. Mm -hmm. There were stairs. Like, we were just dancing up and down the stairs into our, like, little Uh, nook of section. So that was just, I have never had that much fun. Yeah, and it's crazy because you were there for just a day. Yeah. She literally had yeah. class. <laughs> she had class, got out, got out of class, went to her car, drove all the way to Bridgewater, which is a three and a half hour drive. Let me just say that. And then as soon as she got here, we had no time. So we had to leave right after yeah. to go there. And then... When the concert was over, she left the next morning to go back to New Paltz. Yeah. So even though that's what made it like, like even better, just because I only had I only had you like for that one night, right. so it was just lit. But yeah, that's a good memory. My best memory, that's like. Ah. I'm really curious to see. What yeah, it's because like that's four years of friendship. I have yeah. to like really dive back and think about. Well, maybe yeah. Maybe, damn, J. Cole concert is a good memory, but I was going to say maybe this past Spring Fest. I feel like I had a really dope time this past Spring Fest. that jungle juice. It was the jungle, it was the juice. Jungle juice is crazy, right? It was delicious. Yeah. I mean, you had, you you were selling that shit. You were just like, (laughs) because, 
all of a sudden you'd be like, we would be at the party. I remember this perfectly. We would be dancing, listening to music, just talking, sipping on our water bottles with uh-huh. the fucking jungle juice in it. And you would all of a sudden you'd come over and be like, all right, I'm going to be right back. I got to run back to the house and get some water bottles. <laughs> <laughs> Like, but you were making profits. Oh, so fast. I was trapping that day. You I was tra- All y'all was selling drugs, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I was selling, selling alcohol. <laughs> y'all <was> selling juice. <laughs> I was doing like, what was that? I think I was doing $5 for a big ass like sports bottle full of it. Mm-hmm. And then like $10 or I think I did like $10 for like unlimited refills. And yeah. I made like bank that day. I remember. And then I remember because I gave you the recipe too. And you, I think you made it for what? Was it 4th of July? Yeah. My yeah. family loved it. I like, remember. Family friendly. It was delicious. Yo, I have so many. You snapped me so much shit just to that <laughs> yeah. day that I still have it on my phone. <laughs> the thing like, is, is it has Red Bull in it. Mm-hmm. So it you're just. You yeah, you're all. It was an all day thing. Like mm-hmm. Spring Fest and Fourth of July. We were, it was just nonstop until Spring Fest when all of us knocked out. At yeah. the end, <laughs> it was like seven o'clock. We all got back. We we're like, yeah, it's time to fucking knock yeah. for a little bit. <laughs> but it was think, a long day. Because think about it, some of these parties started at like seven thirty in the morning. So we we, we used to be like, nah, fuck that. And then yeah. we just get up at our regular time. Um, everyone maybe had a bagel for breakfast, <laughs> and then we just went out after that. And then yeah, sometimes it wouldn't end until like six or seven. So, by the time we did get back, we knocked out, but we did wake up on time for, like, the night parties, right. but then the night parties always used to be garbage. Right. I think... Well, because everybody was just so, so tired. out. Everybody would go in during the day. Yeah. So, I really think maybe this past Spring Fest might be my favorite, just because um, I had all my people. Like, yeah. literally all my peoples. I had you, Grace, Josh... Tyler, Ace, and all my, like, BSU people, just Mm -hmm. in general. So when I have my people from school and home and, like, my best friend with me, it's like, Mm -hmm. like, I'm not going to have a bad time. And I was making money off of, like, I was making money (laughs) (laughs) as well. It was all around. It was great. It was a great day. Yeah, the house was lit, too. Everything was great. So, and now that since you're 21... I think that's why this year for Spring Fest is going to be lit. Because I think I was telling you before that we can still do the same shit. Um, party crazy Saturday morning. Yep. But since we know each night to be a dub, we could just go into Boston. Yeah. Right after. If we have the energy. Well, I'm 21 <laughs> this year. We can Facts. absolutely do that. Facts. Awesome. For- fortunately, Josh won't be there. No. But it's still no, cool. No, nah, but it's still cool. I know. Because he'll party in spirit. Maybe if, I don't know if he'll be able to. Maybe I'll FaceTime him during Spring Fest. Yeah. <laughs> just to, like, you know, include him. Just yeah. Just for a little bit, even if it's limited. I was talking to him the other day. He's doing, oh, fuck. That's where I fucked up. I was talking to him the other day. I think you were at work or in class. That's, that's when uh, Maeve locked me out. You were at work. I work. was at work. Yeah, that's when Maeve locked me out. <laughs> and... He's doing good. He said good. to say what's up, and I was also supposed to call him that same night so he could talk to you, but I forgot, yeah. and I'm just remembering now. We'll you know, I always, I, I I remember that I should call him, but then I don't know what it, when a good time is. Mm-hmm. So Sometimes you just got to randomly hit him yeah. up, like just randomly call or just randomly text. I'm pretty sure if he picked up his phone and just saw Kimmy, he'd probably try to pick up yeah. right away, because I feel him. Man, never calls. 
<laughs> yeah. Which I I completely understand. You know, we're all doing our own thing. Facts. Everyone's busy, which is why exactly. I'm like always surprised when I find the time to come out here. Yeah. I just think how I normally decide is if I paid, if I, if all my bills are paid mm-hmm. and I can afford missing out on a weekend of work, then that's when I decide to come up here. Right. And I'm on spring fest also. I'm on spring break also. So I was like, fuck it. Why not? And even though she has her spring break n- next week, I know she yeah. won't come and see me because, you know, the, it's all right. The real ones are dead. The fake ones are slit. So it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> that hurt the heart. No, nah, it's all right. It's all right. Um, each time that you said something about my, or not being able to come, I just look at my car because I have the perfect <laughs> view of it. I'm like, that bitch. You should be getting a new whip soon, though. I heard your dad talking about maybe possibly getting you something new. So who knows? Well, he was just saying that because the amount of money that has gone into repairs for this car in the last is, six months probably worth a new is car. almost as much as I've spent to or how much I spent to buy the car in general. So which I'm, you know, I am thankful because it gets me from point A to point B. You know, <laughs> but that's with that said. Um, now without it making some weird noise yeah, every about to single say, time. It's about to be the loudest point yeah. A to point B you've yeah. ever been. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll get there, but I'm clenching onto my steering wheel the entire the time. That shit there. fucking screams at me when, yeah. when I put, fucking yeah. put your foot down on the gas. It shit screams. I'm like, damn, what did I do? Like, shit, <laughs> fucking drive. <laughs> Alright, so let's see. Let's go down our list. So, best memory together. You said J. Cole. I said Junior Year Spring Fest. Hopefully, Senior Year Spring Fest will be better, if not just as lit. Yeah. Can't wait. Um, damn, this next one is pretty deep. So, I think I'm going to skip that. Maybe come back to it later. Yeah, <laughs> Alright, so being awkward and shy, but not at the same time. Um, so, I've noticed this thing with. K and it's the same thing with me where like we have these times where we're awkward and we're like shy but then again we're not at the same time like when we're with each other you know it's just lit all the time Mm -hmm. not awkward at all definitely not shy (laughs) definitely not shy at all Mm -hmm. definitely okay that's another thing to keep in mind when it's me and K normally having our conversations we're kind of open books to each other, so there's like there's like no secrets. So we just off the wall, just talking, not shy about shit. And but that's the thing because we'll see each other out in other groups and like, Kay, when I'm introducing her to people, like she's not she's not awkward, per se. But that first interaction is like sometimes awkward, and of course she's shy because she's not comfortable and shit like that. But. Yeah, but it's the same thing for me. It's the same thing for me. No, but not really. That I I really do mean it. Like you come off with a very friendly vibe. Oh yeah, because I just I just wave and say hello. Yeah, that's pretty. I mean, that's all you have to do, really. Like I remember times I've came here and it would be like mad people here that like I knew none of them. I'd just be sitting there, like, Derek and Josh normally talking shit or, like, <laughs> sipping or rolling something up. <laughs> Unless, if, like, Ross is here and we have to, like, fucking fry Ross, Ross. real quick. <laughs> so, background that story on Ross, like, fucking... That poor kid. K, um, had mad people over 
and there was this group of people that just walked in. That was actually an interesting night. Oh, actually, I'm going to just talk about that, that entire <laughs> yeah. night because I just forgot to remember something else that happened that night. And I'm going to fry. I, I got to uh, fry so many people because of this one night. Um, so, yeah, so to this Ross kid, I remember he walked in with this one group of people. And I th- me, Derek, and Josh were already faded. So, and our friend group just like roast people on the general like on the daily on the general um i don't know if that's like a like a boston thing so i feel like new york is different like nobody nobody likes roasting over here for some reason um so yeah this kid just walked in and he was like hi i'm ross (laughs) and for some reason that was all the ammunition we needed that's it that those are the only words that left that kid's mouth (laughs) hi i'm ross and i and we Ross, like you guys just started going off. I felt like a bully. I don't know why, but like, <laughs> who the I, fuck is Ro- Ross? Who are you? Like, <laughs> I think Derek is the one that started that yeah, shit. I think he because he was. I think he was blacked out. He was definitely blacked out. He was off the shits. Um, but yeah, he was blacked out, and it was just fun. So we said, "Yeah, fuck it." So. I felt bad, but also we don't live here and we're not from here, so I think yeah. we just didn't care about the repercussions. He doesn't like me. He doesn't. Does he not like you now I don't because think of that? So. Is it, I, we always say us? hello because, like, he. I have um, my neighbors upstairs are in a fraternity, and their Ross is in that fraternity. That's who that um, he came up with. Does he not like you because of us, though? No, no, no. I think just like <laughs> what, I think. Wait, was that the first he night just you is met him? so? No, it was oh, okay. not the first night that I met him. But I think that, like, whenever he sees me, that's the first thing that <laughs> he's reminded of. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> Fuck Ross. But then also that same night, I was introduced to this chick. Um, and I won't mm. say her name because, you know, people still got close ties out here. So I don't want to step on anybody's toes. Um, I bet, apparently, they don't got close ties anymore. <laughs> <laughs> But, um, for, for reasons such as... Such as that? Alright, so it was this chick, right? Um, I think she was just... It was two completely conversations going on. Me, Josh, Derek were chilling in the living room. Her and other people were in the kitchen. You know, friend groups are separated and shit like that. And then, I don't know, at some point we just heard a nigga come out of her mouth. And she clearly wasn't black. So, I remember we heard it. And Josh, Derek, and I were just quiet for like we were talking, but then we heard it and we were just we were just quiet for a second and we like looked. <laughs> <laughs> and then we were like, whoa. <laughs> and um I think Derek was the first one to say something because like I, I was just like shocked. I didn't like it was the least it was the least expected place I um like expected to hear that. Mm-hmm. So I just was taken back. But Derek was like, yo, you can't say that or blah 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 blah. And then Shorty tried defending herself, and I think while defending herself, she said it again. And then we were like, Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> like, Whoa. I guess clearly saying it the first time wasn't enough. Right. And I remember her main argument was, um, oh, this is exactly what she said. She was like, my father is Cuban. Um, you don't know what he had to do to get here, blah, 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 blah. I can say it if I want to, blah, 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 blah. And then I remember our entire point. We were chill. Yeah. Even though we saw, we saw this as a... I wasn't there. 
Yeah, yeah, you were doing other shit over mm-hmm. there, but it's okay. Um, <laughs> but um, we were chill. We saw this as a time to like educate the chick, so we were like, "All right, listen, um, this isn't this isn't like anything against you, but like, yo, just don't just don't call us that." Mm-hmm. And then she didn't want it wasn't registering to her that we weren't saying that you can't say it, even though yes, of course you can't I, say it, but. No. This is probably going to be our first and only time seeing you. So us just saying you can't say it isn't going to stop you from saying it. Right. But we're just like, yo, don't say that around us or don't address us as that. But she wasn't taking it because apparently she was just running with the my father's Cuban story and was just mm-hmm. using that to justify everything. Even though we didn't give a fuck about her father, we were just trying to say, yo, just don't address us as that. And it was a heated argument, blah, blah, blah. Long story short, we don't live here and we ended up kicking somebody out of the house. Um, which was great. Um, she was she was mad at us because she dropped her weed on the ground, and I was like, "Okay, I think Darren stomped on it." <laughs> <laughs> she just laughed. what? Yo, I don't know how I, you didn't. I didn't. No, well, of course, I know sure. how you didn't hear the heated exchange <laughs> going on. But there was a lot that night. There was a lot of shit going on. And I remember when Kim actually like came back to us. She was like all happy and shit. And then we were like, "Yo, you had no idea what you just fucking missed." But it's okay. Actually, no, because I remember. I remember. Did we go out yet? I don't. I remember if we. This went was out yet. after. Okay. This was when we came back from the bars. Then I think the day, I think the d- night after or before all that went down, I remember we went to P&G's and a similar situation came up again when I was at P&G's. We were in line and oh, there was like this drunk yes. dude like fucking yes. um, arguing and shit with this other dude and he was like throwing nigga out there too I like crazy. Yeah. And... I was just like, why? And he, and he kept saying it, too. And I was like, yo, what's up? I think it was my first time in New Paltz, too. So I was like, I was like, yo, like, what's, what's, what's the word with New Paltz? Is everybody like this? And then man was going off, and he tried talking to me after his whole mm-hmm. thing. Like, me specifically, like, looking around. There wasn't many black people around. So, like, when he came up to me, I'm like, damn, you picked the wrong... You, you chose the wrong ally to try to justify this whole situation. And I remember I almost fought a dude. But, like, thankfully, he was, like, smart enough to know when to walk away. Right. So, like, thank God he walked away. But, yeah, she thought, like, that, that that night was just an interesting night in general. So, I just it felt was. like talking about it. But I didn't want to, you know, really it talk was. about it. All right. So, um... Uh, yeah, let's just let's just get to the shit. We're gonna talk about mental health a lot during this episode, so we're just gonna we're gonna go right into it. All right, topic is holding each other accountable. How do you feel about that? Well, okay, the way I'm interpreting that is like calling your friend out when they're not doing something they should. Is that what you mean? Exactly that. that? Okay. Or I think that's important. Or having them stay to their word, or saying Same. they were gonna they were gonna do something, but they're not doing it. Like holding everybody accountable of their actions as well. <clears throat> well, to a certain extent, I with that last part because e- even if someone says that they're gonna do something and they don't follow through in it, like say like. What, what's this example I can use? 
I don't know. That's not too... Well, just like anything, I guess. If they, that's not too serious. That's oh, not that. Oh, you said that's not harm- you. I was about no, to say, no, no, like, no. That's like, no, no, no. <laughs> that's not like too harmful yeah. to them or, you know, in general. Mm. Um, they need to learn on their own. Facts. You know, like you can only call someone out on their shit so many times until you realize that they're only gonna understand and learn from their own mistakes and like. You tried, but you like what you were saying the other night. Like you've told me something, you've given me advice, but at this point, like you just support me. Yeah, and facts. and that that's why I think that there's a certain extent mm. to where we should be holding each other accountable because it's not it's their life. Like be a friend, be their support system, but don't push them. Yeah, because I mean, like like child rearing, like when like your parent and like you're strict or like there's like being too strict and they do the opposite of what you don't want them to do it's kind of like the same thing with friendships of course you know yeah I hear the 100%. reverse psychology yeah i hear you 100 it was like the <clears throat> it was like the thing i was telling you the other night about um how like for k i'll just say to like generalize it k has made a, like just a bunch of bad decisions before <laughs> where to an, to another friendship, she deserves to like be like yo blah 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 blah. You should be doing this. Blah, blah, blah. You shouldn't be doing blah, 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 blah. But I'm I'm the type of person where like first of all, doing all that is unnecessary and not gonna help her get to where she needs to be. She clearly knows what she needs to do <laughs> and where she needs to uh, go. But maybe. Shorty just isn't ready to take that route yet. Like, she knows what she got to do, but she ain't ready to take that route yet. And instead of um, just, like, pushing as much as you can on somebody, because I get it. We all want to um, stop our friends from making, like, bad decisions or try to steer them away from something. But, one, it's a it's a nice thought, but, like, if they don't want to, they're not going to. You feel me? So instead of how I, like, hold each other accountable, I'm like, all right, cool. Um, you say you're going to do this, and if you don't do it, I'm like, all right, cool. You'll deal with the re- you'll deal with the repercussions because you have to, but hopefully dealing with those repercussions, you'll, um, like, find enough to will yourself to, like, do what you have to do. You feel me mm-hmm. if that makes sense? Yeah. Like, because only, like you said, we can only say it so much t- so many times, you feel me? Eventually, you're gonna get to the point where, like, damn, I tried it. I know, I know what everybody said. I tried to do it my way, wasn't going. Let me try this other way. All right, still not going. Um, And then eventually, you'll just like tell yourself, okay, now I'm ready to stop. Blah blah blah. Because I did everything I possibly could do, and now it's just not going anywhere. But all in that time, while you're figuring that out. My role as the friend is just to be there to be like, just support you through the blah, 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 blah. Because mm-hmm. nobody needs to just like nag you all the time. Like, that's what you got parents for. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> best way I can say mm-hmm. it, I'm not your dad. <laughs> so I'm not going to, facts, I'm not going to talk to you as if you're dad. I'm, I'm like, I'm a friend, so I'm going to be there. Be like, yeah, you fucked up, but it's okay. Blah, 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 blah. Everything will be better. Because then you'll just have enough strength to just move on the next day. That's all you need. You just need that little blah, blah, blah. So everything. But I still hold each other accountable. Because what some people will do is... I I do like the half and half. But some people will either be 100% forceful. 
or just be 100% yes men. And the yes men are very dangerous as well because they know exactly what's going on too. But instead of trying to help people through the situation, they just say, yeah, you know, just try, just keep going and keep trying. Like some people don't know when to stop beating a dead horse and they just say, yeah, just keep going for it. You're doing, just say, if he doesn't, if that doesn't work, just try doing that. And that's dangerous too because um, then they're just fueling something on and they're not holding, they're not holding that person accountable. You feel me? It's like you see them fucking up and you're not trying to do anything to better them. You're just going to allow them to keep fucking up. And that's one thing I refuse to do, you feel me? I think people's main issue with, like, giving their friends advice is that they don't want to hurt their friends' feelings. Mm -hmm. Like, they know how they feel about a certain situation that their friends are in. Yeah. They know, but they don't want to make them feel bad about it. I mean, they already do feel bad about it, so they sugarcoat it. Mm -hmm. But you can't do that because, like... Sometimes it gets too far when you're sugarcoating. You're giving them, like false hope for something that you believe is not something that they should be doing so one you're not even telling them the truth about how you feel Facts. two you're just, you're not supporting them in the way you should mm-hmm. you know like you're we all hold how um our friends i don't know i don't want to say like feel about us like, like their depiction like of us, yeah, yeah like, like we, how they exactly their um their perception of us exactly mm-hmm. we hold it high I think and yeah I, I think so <laughs> like I I want my friends to look at me and be like like she's a good friend you know like, okay she's, okay like I mean we all fall off the wagon sometimes but I I want my friend to be honest with me so you don't have to sugarcoat it and you don't have to be bl- mean about it but I want you to be honest with me. Mm-hmm. If I'm not doing something you think I should be doing or I'm doing something I shouldn't be doing, mm-hmm. then tell me. Facts. You know, be blunt. Like, just be like, listen, like, I don't think what you're doing is right. Or, like, if I'm in a certain situation, like, say if, like, I'm talking to someone toxic mm-hmm. and you're noticing that, tell me. Don't be like, oh, you know, like, if, oh, if I'm like, oh, he's not texting me back, well... Don't be like, oh, like, he will. That, don't yeah, worry that's about the yes it. Be I'm like, about. exactly. Be like, you know, like, Kimmy, just relax. Like, he's not the center of your world. Put your phone down. Get a hobby. Like, Facts. do your own thing. And I do a little you know? of both. Like, what I yeah. try to do, like, I'm honest 100% of the time, no matter what. But I'll be the type to, like, listen, this is exactly what's going on. And I'll just tell you all of that. But, but then I'll be like, but yeah. <laughs> right. you like know all of that mm-hmm. but here's how you can finesse the situation so at least you just know a little bit of both right. you feel me so then you can make up your own mind about how you want to like forward it that's why i just like giving both sides of it because like i don't know like i've i've talked to a lot of people so i'm aware of like just a lot of situations like how they play out so i kind of think of a certain way to go through them so i'm like okay here's what's definitely gonna happen this that, that, that that's all that's definitely gonna happen there's no running away from it but here's how you can um work with what you got and sometimes that advice is the best advice you can give at the moment you feel me mm-hmm. so it's all about knowing how to talk to people so they're just good you feel me yeah um dealing with stress and anxiety Almost, how do you this is a good one so. yeah do you want me to talk about that first or do you want to talk about how you deal with it um, 
I guess I'll go first. Yeah. Just because, like, I've been finding a routine that fits me with dealing with stress and anxiety just because it, it has been not even just, like, a stressful semester so far, but just, like, a stressful school year. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been starting to find things that do help. And for a long time, like, I, you know, I would go and buy things. Like, I wouldn't do productive things. Like, I'd be like, treat yourself. Like, stupid shit like that. Like, yes, that helps, but, like, also do, like, other things. Like, be productive. Get things done like make a to-do list cross that shit out so that you feel better like that makes a difference yeah like let the sun shine on your skin vitamin d like it's little things like that it's not just like oh i'm gonna go get a pedicure like yeah it's being productive and bettering yourself that's self-care like visiting your best friend in new exactly (laughs) exactly just leave everything in massachusetts and just go to new york that's how i deal with stress and anxiety (laughs) but um yeah sorry you can keep going if you want um i don't know you knew for a long time that i was exercising and trying to live a healthier lifestyle Ladies and gentlemen, oh, I'm about to gas the living shit out of here right now. Let me just say, um, first of all, I'm like proud of Kay, but I'm disappointed in myself oh. because I'm a freshman year. Um, we both came together and we're like, yo, I want to lose weight. And I was like, all right, word, let's do this together. <laughs> I was like, let's do this together. And in the beginning, we were, we were doing great because um, the gym was right behind our dorm hall. So we would just hit the gym all all the time. With Derek, keep, yeah. <laughs> Derek was our personal trainer. Exactly. Like <laughs> we would keep we would keep motivating each other with the phrase "How badly do you want yep. it?" And like sometimes when we were being mad lazy and didn't want to go to the gym, one of us just had to say that and we're like, "All right, I'm going. Like let's <laughs> fucking go." Like you're right. Let's go. Let's go. Facts. <laughs> then as a result of that, yo, Kim lost so much weight as a result <laughs> of that. Yo. And I remember I was doing good. But then at some point, I just fell off, and I was like, yeah, I'll get to it's it when hard. I get to it. I know it is hard, but, like, I, hard. I commend you, and I'm proud of you for, like, keep going it. And to, to see you where you're at right now, it was yeah. a long journey. It was. I, I look great. I mean, I, <laughs> I, I lost it for a little bit. You know, I, there was a little bit of um, a phase where I kind of just wasn't prioritizing that anymore. Yeah, but at least you but, didn't, like, gain it all yeah. back. No, I, I only, I want to say, like, I I initially went from being 157 pounds. The, my lowest in the since that point was 115. Now that's because I wasn't being healthy. I just, I, I don't want to say I wasn't eating. I was eating, but it was... Where I wouldn't eat all day, and then mm-hmm. I was and at Cortland. Still go to the gym, and still go to the you gym. You wouldn't eat all day. Yeah, and this still is go the thing. The uh, when I went to Cortland, though, like I didn't have many friends because I I wanted to be at Bridgewater. I was like, I was mad, resentful, and spiteful. <laughs> I was like, fuck friends. I don't want to make no friends. Like these people, <laughs> like they're not Bridgewater. So anyway, um, so I would I was doing so well in school at, because I would just go to the library and I would go to the gym. And that's it. Um, and I was really into my schoolwork. I did amazing in 
in school that year. My yeah, GPA really <laughs> rose that year. So <laughs> I have that to thank for, but I wouldn't eat all day. When I would finally come back to my dorm room, I would just order in. Now we had Calios. Now for <laughs> is this you good? guys, for you guys in Ma- I, I have to explain. For you guys in Massachusetts, Calios is not even a, a New York thing. It's like a central western New York thing. And okay. what it is, is it's a calzone chain restaurant. Okay. It's any kind of calzone that you could possibly think of. So it's like Anything. any pizza. Anything. Okay. But the thing is, is the their menu is at least like 40 different kinds of calzones that you can get. Mm. Uh, and I think there might even be more, honestly. There's like obscure shit like and you probably just build your own you know what a uh, oh, garbage plate is a garbage plate yeah it's it's a signature food out of, oh, of no. out of some city i think um that's right, that's that might we, be rochester that's what we got our phones for you yeah <laughs> a garbage i'm not sure exactly what it is it's disgusting now i'm just picky so that's <laughs> my personal opinion i'm sure it's really not that bad but when I read the ingredients, I just get completely turned off by it. Yeah, from your face, it does not. Okay. Can I, I read, mean, it's called it's out? called garbage plate. So I, but people swear by it. Like they love it. Yeah. Okay. Ready for this? Okay. It is a traditional plate with your choice of cheeseburger, hamburger, Italian sausages, steak, chicken, white or red hots. What's that? I think it's just spicy. It's okay. like peppers. Right. Um, served on top of any combination of home fries, french fries, baked beans, and or macaroni salad. And then topped with hot sauce. Um, there's definitely more to it. There's like mayo on it and like mustard. So is this like It's a, like a bunch of shit. Is this a sandwich? No, it's literally. Do you see this? It's just a plate of shit. It looks like it's <laughs> plate of shit. Because it looks like someone took a ladle, <laughs> went into the garbage, and just <laughs> plopped it. Right, like you know, and um, yeah. have you ever seen Billy Madison? Yeah. When he, she's serving the sloppy joes, just, <laughs> just right onto the fucking plate. That's exactly like it looks like a garbage plate. Exactly that, and that hence the name. See, it's crazy because it says that can be put into a calzone at this place. Basically, is my point. Because it says um. The it's called the Roch- the Rochester yeah, garbage Rochester, place. So that's, what I right. that's just crazy because I almost went to RIT. So <laughs> yeah, no, that would have been like the thing. If that was their thing over there. That's I would have been like, thing. yo, that's crazy. Actually, I got a boy named Ted that goes to RIT. I'm about to ask him if he knows about that. Just he's Ethiopian, so mm. I'm I'm curious to know his reactions. Yeah, I that. don't I don't know. I mean, I'm hey, can't knock it till you try it. I'm never gonna try it though. So facts. But continuing so, with how you battle, well, how you deal so. With it. Well, so I would just get that. Upstate New York pizza is trash, so I would get Domino's. Um, Chinese place, I can't remember. Me King? No, that was... Uh, that was Bridgewater. That was Bridgewater. Yeah. Why do I remember the Chinese place <laughs> name from Bridgewater, but not That shit used to hit sometimes, that's yeah, why. That's, you're right. What I was, was more of an Imperial Kitchen. Was yeah, really, that, that oh was my, my God, place. how do I remember this? I don't remember anything in my classes, but I remember the name of the Chinese restaurants in Bridgewater. <laughs> <laughs> Priorities, that's why. Yeah, I guess so. Um, I can't remember what it was called, but... Or I would get that... 
and sometimes if like I wasn't that bad that day I would actually go to the dining hall but that the whole point was to avoid the dining hall because I didn't like sitting alone Mm -hmm. so but then I met friends Tom and Adam love you guys (laughs) and Lewis can't forget Lewis but then you just left them <laughs> yeah, I was like, and then you just left them. And that, like and you left us. Left it's them. okay. It's okay. Well, because I made the decision to transfer before I met them, hmm. and then at that point it was a done deal. I wanted to go to New Paltz. Yeah. Fuck them. Fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yo, she looked at me like, yo, did you really say that? I was like, yo, you said fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> No. <laughs> you said fuck them. <laughs> no, never. You said it was a done. It was like, I already, no, tra- I already made the decision point, to transfer well, when I met them. So it was pretty much, hey, we're here for as long as I'm here. <laughs> well, I had re- rescinded into like a really bad place. Not really bad, but that was the summer after my Her, my stepbrother had mm, passed I, away. I'm sorry. Yep. No, that's okay. So like I, even then, like I wasn't really making the connection that that's why I was in the, in the place I was, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so it was that plus being in a new school and being resentful that I wasn't at Bridgewater. I was at, at this new school that I did not like. So even though I did m- meet these friends who I, I love them, they're great. I'm so thankful that I met them. I like, they really, they saved me, but at that point, like, I I wasn't stable there. So, I, it was the right decision. Mm-hmm. So, fuck them, but, like, I had reasons. <laughs> <laughs> um, is, is that all? I don't want to cut you off. Before. No. Um, so, how, so how Well, so, exercising, I, I fell off. And then, after that, at least, when I actually came to New Paltz. Mm-hmm. Actually, I want to say, last... This past um, spring semester is when I started falling back, and then the summertime because I was working more. It, I just I didn't have the time, honestly, mm-hmm. I, and I know that's just like just an excuse, but I really did not have the time. I, I was I'm now I'm working full time and going to school full time, so the fact that I'm making an effort to put in the time now is like it it's important mm-hmm. it really is facts you gotta get degrees and get yeah. checks because you got shit like lot, rent though. and all that shit you're telling me because <laughs> it's a lot it, it's self-discipline yeah you know? I'm, <laughs> i've been doing this since freshman year you're yeah. telling me yeah, <laughs> yeah. I know. only thing that's different is that i live on my own now and it's like it's just well, more bills to pay and all that's that shit. why i think it was it's also been harder to get myself to the gym because in the summers when I moved out yeah. of my parents and I was no longer living on campus. So getting to the gym when it was, when it wasn't just a five minute walk anymore, I had to drive there or I had to walk there and it's like 15 minutes of a, like a walk, but, um, it's just, it's discouraging. Mm-hmm. I don't want to go. Yeah. That's mad work. Like if I were to walk to the gym, that's like the warm up. There's your car. Yeah, there you go. You could think about yeah, it like that. Yeah, but I guess. That's my like, cardio warm-up right there. Now I'm about to okay. lift. Imagine, you know how we walk to the bars? Work on those ankles. Yep. Okay. Okay, so we get to the bars. To get to the school is like another 10 minutes. Uphill. Uphill? Yes. Oh, fuck that. Do you yo. see what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Like, I'd rather Fuck just walk that, on the yo. Like, I already hate walking these exactly. short little hills <laughs> to go there. Huh. But, no, I've I really tried making it a, a point to be incorporated into my schedule. So that's important because, um, you know, scientifically proven. it Cardio elicits dopamine and endorphins. Is literally a natural high. Facts. Do it. Facts. Even if it's just a walk a day in nature. I mean, like. Any type like, of exercise. Any type of exercise. Facts. You know? It's like something. At least you got some type of cardio to get the blood flowing. Huh. <laughs> you're funny. No, I'm just saying. At least there's some type yeah. of cardio to get the blood flowing. Yeah. Whether you're at home, taking a run, anything. Um, so, how I deal with stress or anxiety. I, I can't really think of examples or situations when I've had to deal with anxiety just because I feel like I have to be having, like, an episode or something. And then for somebody to say, like, are you panic attack? I'm like, I don't know. I don't really go through panic attacks since I'm pretty chill with everything. I don't really panic that much about shit. But I do stress about shit. Mm-hmm. Um, so how I normally deal with stress is... Normally I'm by myself all the time. So... If I need a minute, I'll take that minute to just, like, chill, decompress from, from everything I'm thinking about, and um, just reflect. I reflect a lot, so mm-hmm. I kind of just take myself down and just think. Sometimes that's all I need. I just need a minute to just think about shit, and that kind of helps all the time. As you can tell, I, like, I love music, so I'll be yeah. listening to music all the time. Like Sometimes I don't even have to say the words. Exactly. I'll just be playing music, and I'm just able to... Let everything out, like, right then and there, just, like, through my speakers and shit like that. Mm -hmm. And it helps me. And this podcast helps a lot, too. Because I was saying in, like, past episodes with, like, Darnell about how I kind of use the podcast as my therapy. Because normally I'm so used to being alone where I don't really have the opportunity to talk. Or, um... I'm so used to just listening to other people. I never do much of the talking. So that's kind of where the podcast comes because it just gives me like over an hour and a half every week to just talk about whatever I want to talk to. So that helps too. Mm -hmm. Because over here, over here you can't really have that type of talks with everybody. Like dudes on dudes talk. Um, Wow, wow, wow. Sorry. I'm rambling. (laughs) Talking to dudes, um, sometimes... That's not that's not really their expertise, or they kind of don't want to talk about that. They just yeah. want to talk about other shit. And then we're talking to g- girls. This is kind of why I kind of do have... Um, well, it helps with having a lot of female friends. Because, yo, they're always down to just talk mm-hmm. and listen to shit. And I'm just like, all right, word, yo, this is the situation. I don't know what the fuck is going on, but I just need to talk to somebody about it. And normally, um, that helps all the time. So just having somebody to talk to having the time and space to think on your own because if you don't then um like you would know like you have just moments of stress and you're you feel overwhelmed because yeah. everything just hits you at once everything so, accumulates yeah so. everything just hits you at once and i try to tell people all the time to not internalize their feelings because i know i know from my personal experience i internalize a lot mm-hmm. and sometimes people try to sometimes people try to get me to break open or open up a little bit but it depends i don't really let that many people in like i only let a few amount so when i don't have those like few people to talk to and it's just myself i end up internalizing a lot Mm. 
But I know that, so I never release all of it when I'm in a public setting or onto anybody else. I'm really good with managing my emotions and making sure I'm not reflecting or deflecting on projecting onto other people. Mm-hmm. So it's always when I'm by myself thinking music blasting is when I'm allowed to just bow. <laughs> so music is like your main like yeah. go-to, which I Facts. I knew. Facts. But like, yeah. Music music's my go-to. Anything for else though? Like I feel like no. y- you don't have any like I don't want to like say secret tricks, but no. like special like no, cause like, like not even like just like a nice hot shower to decompress. Music, music, like music is really yeah. my life, yo. Like it's crazy, cause if music wasn't invented or it wasn't a thing, mm-hmm. I. That's why I think where like, cause I remember I was diagnosed with depression like years ago, like years mm-hmm. ago, and I was like, nah, it's cool. I don't like. I don't need a therapist, even though mad people tried to try to get me to go see a therapist and i learned that music therapy is an actually is actually a thing yeah. and when i read up on it i was like oh, okay like i guess i guess i can see what people are going to with these theories i just never had to go to a professional to deal with that i just knew how to get by with mm-hmm. it on my own and obviously still i'm going through I'm, I'm still going through some shit um it's tough for everybody to do it on themselves do it by Absolutely. themselves cold turkey but i think i'm managing at um, a great rate for myself, I would see. I think if I was going somewhere, like, really bad, if I was falling in a really deep hole, then probably I would try to change my right. methods. But music is kind of what's been keeping me whole. Which makes sense, because, yeah. I mean, and like you said, music therapy is a thing, and that's because it is hard for people to communicate and Facts. how they feel, or just, like, how, putting how they feel into words, into cohesive sentences you know Mm -hmm. like it's hard to do that facts especially if like that's not something you grew up on you know Mm -hmm. like which is unfortunately the issue for a lot of people and even a lot of boys Mm -hmm. um so music he it's an artist like people the people writing these lyrics are artists and when they convey some something that like relates to how you feel within just three it's, minutes it's very like you're just like wow like they understand you know Facts. like it's always it helps feeling validated mm-hmm. knowing that how you feel is felt by other people also and then they just find these delicate and beautiful ways to just mm-hmm. express themselves exactly and like, like you're just like Yes, like that's exactly <laughs> how I feel. How did you come up with that? You, like, that's what I was gonna say. Like, but that's obviously not what you're gonna say. It's just like that's how you feel, and it's hard for people to articulate that. The only time where I was like, yes, that's exactly what I wanted to say. The only time I was ever like that was all of Black's last album. Yeah, like you still in a love letter. Album. Literally, that album was like, yo. Yeah. <laughs> I remember uh, making an episode when that album came out and it was called The Black Bag. Mm -hmm. And I just like, I just, I remember going in (laughs) on just everything I was thinking about at that moment of my life. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, yo, this album really helped. But it also, I remember it also like opened me up because I wanted to say things, but I I had no idea how to say them until they were told to me. Right. And I was just like, damn. So like that got stress off me too. Cause I'm like, yo. 
other people are going through this shit. Mm-hmm. I just gotta, I just gotta chill, do me. Exactly. So it kind of like brought like confidence in me as well. That's what the black bag is a thing. It's not a, it's not a bag of like sadness. Right. It's a bag of like, yo, I'm the shit. Mm-hmm. I know I got some problems, but I'm not letting that stop me from being the shit. <laughs> <laughs> so that's where it comes in. So yeah, I, d- I deal with music a lot, and I wouldn't say. I wouldn't say I'm bad with commu- I'm I'm bad with communicating sometimes when it's like about myself cuz once yeah. again since I don't open up that much um, when people try to get me to open up on myself it takes me time I normally do it and I normally get there but I need a second and I always appreciate yeah. the people that are like down to wait because some people are like yo they need they need you to like talk or like give an answer like right then and there but, like some people don't know that not everyone can just give you the definitive answer right mm-hmm. there or they can, they're not willing to just break open and be uh, right with you right then and there. They just got to give them a couple minutes. And then mm-hmm. when they come back, then they can talk to you. Right. So I'm like that as well. Because normally, I come off as this sometimes happy-go-lucky guy who just um, likes to crack jokes, makes laugh, blah, 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 blah. But then people always notice when I have my down days. Because mm-hmm. like, everybody has their down days, Absolutely. you feel me? But since I'm always... Like up and at them, when I do have my down days, it's very noticeable to people. Right. And I'm always just like, oh, I'm good, blah, blah, blah. Because I know eventually I am going to be good. Mm-hmm. I just, like, where like where you see me, it's just like, I just need to get myself out of that situation. But then when I go and do my own thing, I normally am better. I just needed that separation. And because most of the time, like I said before, I'm everyone else. I'm normally comforting everybody else. So you can think about That's why they always say, like, check on your strong friends because I'm normally just out there, like, comforting everybody. Like, yo, Mm -hmm. you good? You good? Talk to me. Blah, 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 blah. So you can just imagine somebody dealing with their own pain but also dealing with everybody else's pain. And, like, it overwhelms a lot of people. So that's why I end up internalizing everything until I get to my own moment to just do what I got to do. So, yeah, music does help a lot. I, I'm surprised. Well, not so much surprised. Just because, like, you do listen to a lot of music that you chose to point out um, East Atlanta Love Letter as the album that had... That was just an example. That was just one example. Yeah, that was just because... Can you give another one? I want to, I want to like, Of know. what, though? Yeah, just, like, know. an album that you can listen front to back. Or even just, like, a song mm-hmm. or an album that, like really just like you listen to it and you just really felt it you know like okay. for me it would be like it would be a j cole album no i i okay recently and not even like recently <laughs> this was what wow, this was last year ktse keep Tay- the same energy great yeah. album great album tayana she fucked me up with that album yeah great album or control by SZA. Those two albums, they just really, like, they did it for me. They, I, I had such a full heart. Ever, even now, like, when I was driving my mom's car last week because my car was giving me issues mm-hmm. once again, um, she doesn't have an aux port, so I was listening to CDs, and the one CD that I own is Control. Aww. I listened to that album front to back ten times over. Within, like, the five days I had my mom's car. And I didn't get sick of it. Were you the, I fucking love that. Were you the weekday um, or the weekend? This was the weekdays. No, I'm saying, this were you? 
people. You said you listened oh, to a oh, lot of control. I thought, I <laughs> <laughs> you said you listened to a lot of control. Were you the weekday or were you the weekend? <laughs> I'm both. I'm both. The fuck? Oh, you're both. both. Hey, no sides with K. Talk your <laughs> shit. Be like, I'm the weekday and the weekend bitch. <laughs> um, besides that, I only said East Atlanta love letter because I now use the black bag as an actual term. Right. And normally when it's not, it's normally always girls that point it out. But normally when they see me, like, like talking a lot of shit or just being on my shit mm-hmm. then they say I'm in the black bag because <laughs> <laughs> when that album first came out I like kind of warned everybody I was like yo don't talk to, I was like don't talk to me <laughs> I gotta process this <laughs> yeah I was like don't talk to me oh uh, I gotta listen to this black album might be cutting some of y'all off oh, I don't God. know <laughs> just giving you just an like, yeah cause I was like yo black's talking that shit yeah but in terms of other albums that made me, like, just think, um, I can't really think of anybody anybody off the top of my mind. Maybe, what do I listen to front to back? I can listen, I can listen to Astroworld front to back, but that's just because it makes me happy. Right. Fun fact, I was, I was sitting in this very Roman yeah. Astroworld dropped. Mm-hmm. I remember. That was a good night. That was the night that you That was the first. Came. That was our first night. Yeah. yeah, that was the first night I've ever been here. You it was when Astro pulled up. Dropped. We were smoking, waiting for Astroworld to drop. It was great. And then it finally did. And we were like... <laughs> <laughs> you were playing it on your speaker, I think. Facts. And we... Every was it no tr- bystanders that we first listened to? Or like what? Nah, we just, we That's listened to fun. the whole thing top to bottom. No, I thought you shuffled. Nah, listen, I pl- I played the whole thing top to bottom, so it was probably stargazing. Really? That yeah. Since stargazing, you're probably like, yo, this is yeah. crazy. Then out of nowhere, we were like Frank Ocean, mm. and then Drake, because <laughs> 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 they didn't put features on the album, yeah. so we were just listening and being surprised. I remember Derek was like, "Is that the weekend?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was just a that was a good it's a great time when we have everybody together it's yeah. a great time um but yeah i can't really think of other albums but that was the f- one of the you saw that in the love letter was what came to mind just because right. it kind of in terms i think i think maybe in terms of relationships too because okay. his perspective on relationships was very interesting and I never, I never say it just because I feel like I'm kind of not at a place to say it. But I'm, it's like, but it's like I feel him. Right. You feel me? Yeah. He be saying shit, and I'm like, hey, talk your you shit, bro. It. It's like I can't say that, but I'm happy you, you said feel, that. Yeah. You feel me? But it's how I feel. But I just can't say it. You feel me? Yeah. So that's pretty much that. Um, and I think this next topic kind of ties in well. So maybe we already said we said what do we do to remain calm. I've like like I said I've never had a I don't think I've had a panic attack so I'm pretty good at keeping myself calm. Sometimes what I try to do is if I okay yeah okay so I I don't think I've had a panic attack but I've had moments where I almost blew up out, out of people out of like being upset or angry and I'm very I do very well in not doing that and I do have a method for that. So what helps? What helps is that I'm very nonchalant. And I'm, like, very easygoing. So to some people, um, they just think they can just say anything and I'll be cool because I'm normally the cool guy. Mm-hmm. But then sometimes that goes too far. They try to take advantage of kindness and shit like that. And then you might turn up on somebody. 
but there's good ways. Sometimes I like take a step back and just reevaluate the whole situation before I proceed. Because as you've grown to know, and as other people know, I have a very slick mouth. I'm not like I'm not <laughs> that af- you do. Facts. I'm not. A, I'm not afraid <laughs> to say shit. Sometimes, like Matthew would be like, "Yo, did you really say that?" I'm like, "Yeah, why not?" Like, you just, like, just <laughs> say. So that's one way I try to remain calm because mm-hmm. I'll just kill you with my words instead of like my fist or my voice. Um, Which is sometimes yeah, more so, effective. Sometimes. Honestly. Facts. I get my it's, I get my point across. Like, exactly. I get my point across just by talking, mm-hmm. and yeah, I take a step back, analyze the whole situation before I go in, because I've learned that is never good to react on instinct. Yeah. Because ne- when you react on instinct, yo, shit can go bad very quickly. Because you're just reacting based off emotion. Right. Sometimes, based on the situation, it's right to react by instinct. Because it's like, yo, like if somebody did something fucked up, yeah, it's like it makes sense to react based off mm-hmm. um, instinct. But sometimes, um, you just react so quick when you don't know the whole story, or like assumptions are made, and you just like blah 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 blah. So instead of that, I'm just like, oh, okay, hold up, take a second, think about why this is going on. And then, then I normally, like, give my response. Like, I'm like, yo, why does this person have me in this situation? Or, like, how the fuck is this happening? Blah, 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 Think it over. And I'm like, okay, so this happened. That happened, which is why I'm here. But maybe if I do this, then it won't happen next time. Or blah, 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 blah. So I literally go through all that in my head. And then when I come down to the right conclusion, then I give my answer. And it normally works itself out. Um, and I was having this conversation with my coworker one day cause he like, he likes reading people too. I read people a lot, but I don't, I don't like say anything out loud unless like you're my friend mm-hmm. and you need me to talk to you. So then I just go into reading people, but he read me one day and he was like, um, I've noticed that you neutralize any um anytime anytime you see a threat coming or anytime somebody tries to bring it up here you do very well at neutralizing it down here and i'm like i think that's just because of how i talk and just like my very calm manner but he's like oh no 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 no, that too but if somebody's all the way up here like about to blow it or is like going off you do very well at just taking them and just bringing them all the way back down. And I'm like, okay, well, I guess that probably just has to say because I have to do that for a lot of people sometimes. Right. So, And when you know someone, you just know how to talk to them. That's another thing. Knowing how to talk to people is a very big thing, too. Because mm-hmm. if you don't know the right things to say, it can make matters completely worse. Or you could be talking for somebody and... Um, you're saying you're you're saying shit but it's not really what they want to say so if you really know somebody you can do that so yeah that's what i do and it pretty much works all the time yeah you are really good at doing that but i i think it does go back to though that you do have naturally a calm vibe to you Mm -hmm. because your tone like i don't think Unless you're, like, cracking a joke or some shit, being a clown. You don't raise your voice. Oh, yeah, because you know? I, I don't get mad. Like, I you don't have think to... I've ever seen you mad. Yeah, never. Genuinely. You've never, you've never no. seen me mad. No. Because 
because I because you, you I'm patient. Well. Yeah, I'm yeah. patient, and you are extremely patient. <laughs> Especially with being my friend, you have you are extremely patient. Hey man, <laughs> it's only because I understand. That's right. why. Like some people don't understand, so which is why they give their reactions. But you understand. You get the best support by the people that understand you. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So, um, I've never raised my voice to you, or probably none of my friends, because I never had a reason to. Mm-hmm. And all that other shit counts too. But there has been times where I've raised my voice, and every time it's gotten to that situation, I'm like, damn, I feel right. bad, because like, it didn't have to do that. Like, homie just caught me at the right time, or mm-hmm. blah blah blah, or I was rushed into giving a reaction because I didn't have the certain time to just reflect on anything. Right. And it happens. But yeah, like I said, I try my best. Keep it cool. Right. Because you don't have to, you don't have to raise your voice or be belligerent or violent just to make a point. You feel me? Well, so that kind of loops into what I was going to say because it's hard to be like that. It yeah. takes a, a lot of self-control to be able to suppress your impulses and to not act on emotion because emotion is such a strong force. Facts. You know? And that ties into how I've recently been trying to, like, help remaining calm, I guess, in, like, certain situations. Like, at work, mm-hmm. if I'm into a really stressful situation there which has been happening a lot lately um i've been trying this thing where i ground myself you know i when i start to get upset or angry i kind of become dissociated like i don't feel like myself because i'm acting on emotion Mm -hmm. and that is because as the day goes on, we are expending so much mental energy. I mean, like, even as students, like, we are sitting in class. Like, I have class Mondays and Thursdays. Not Mondays. Mondays are my la- my longest days. Yeah. Mondays, I have class 9.30 to 10.45. 12.30 to 3.20. to 4.45. 5 to 6.15. So you got one class of break and then three back-to-backs? Yes. Yeah. And one of the back-to-backs, the very first one that starts at 1230, that's a three-hour lab. Shit. Yeah. Damn. Two hours and 15 minutes to be exact, but I mean... Yeah, but then you have two on, classes back-to-back. Yeah, exactly. Crazy. Exactly. crazy. So I, like, days like that, Mondays are really hard. Not. I don't want to say because they're Mondays, but fucking... I hate Mondays, bro. <laughs> it's a real I thing. I hate that. It's like tomorrow. Tomorrow. that's why I have to look forward to. But as the day goes on, expending mental energy, it gets harder and harder to utilize self-control, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, and and self-discipline. Like, when something happens to you, like, do you know the study where, like, judges um, are more likely to give harsher sentences um, later in the day? It's because at that point, they just, they're just so tired, which yeah. is fucked up. Like, some of these cases that they're going through, like... It just happens to be at that right. time, you know? Exactly. They just, like, <laughs> damn, it was just coincidentally, like, at 5 p.m., they have no, like... Facts. Um, it's 4.30, and you think you're getting off of that parking exactly. ticket. It's like slow. Exactly. <laughs> so, what I try to do if I'm getting upset, like, at work, I have to... I try and remind myself that I'm only 
behaving in that way because I'm just mentally exhausted Mm -hmm. and like I need to practice self-control because as you practice self-control and you're reminding yourself of this your self-control only gets stronger yeah so it's just it's just hard because it's discipline and it's so much easier to do nothing than do something john mulaney said it best (laughs) john mulaney quote okay great yeah i watched too much of his stand up wait what do you say best it's easier to do nothing to do he said like i his i can't quote him exactly but it was like (laughs) it's a wonder why people do anything when it's so much easier to just do nothing basically uh, you know yeah that's true like it'd be a, but what kind of world would it be if we everybody just did nothing you know we'd be blobs like blobs. L- little gray blobs like from the in, fairly odd parents no and wally i didn't watch wally oh i've watched wally i've watched yeah wally, but like i don't they're all on the hover thingies don't they don't walk remember, yo. <laughs> they don't fuck, wally was such a good movie i recommend that you rewatch that in your is it on netflix Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't fucking know. I'm probably not gonna rewatch that. <laughs> <laughs> but talking about um how sometimes we just end up not doing nothing, then how do you find ways to stay productive? Because sometimes the best way to deal with all this shit is by staying productive. Right, I agree, and it's hard. Like, like I was saying, it's easier to do nothing. Mm-hmm. But some people, it's it's like doing nothing. They can't just do nothing because then they'll be doing nothing for a long time. And it'll be hard to get back on track when you just do nothing, you know? At least, now I can only speak for myself that when I know that I'm not in a good place and I would rather take a depression nap than do homework or something, I just, I get anxious Mm -hmm. because I know what the right thing to do is. I shouldn't take a four-hour nap after smoking a huge bowl i shouldn't do that (laughs) right i should do my homework and get in on time well like i said you're gonna do what you want to do but instead i kind of just let the anxiety fuel me because i don't want to feel that way it's such an uncomfortable feeling because cognitive dissonance you have you hold two conflicting thoughts and it creates such an uncomfortable feeling inside of you. And, like, not even in your head, but, like, a fire in your chest. Like, you are just so anxious because you think one thing, but you also think another. Yeah. And it's just, it's conflicting. And that's what, <laughs> should I take a depression nap or should I do my homework? Like, I really should do, I want to do one, but I should do the other. I just, I let how I feel just fuel me okay i don't want to feel that way okay and all, it, that doesn't always work you know sometimes you just you have to give in and you have to take that four hour nap because you are tired for a reason mm-hmm. you know you're mentally exhausted so if you can't stay productive you're just not going to be productive i don't let that happen all the time though of course okay. but sometimes you just have to let yourself feel it okay because then that's you're internalizing it you know like sometimes you just have to let like i remember you also have to like take what you can get or at least justify doing things you shouldn't like i remember the last time that i took a midday nap instead Mm -hmm. of going to class i went to a therapy session on campus 
Because I wasn't doing well. I I was not doing well. And I knew that I could not sit in class for an hour and 15 minutes as a whole doesn't sound like a long time. But when when you're you're there, when you are there (laughs) and all you can think about is what you're going through, time... That clock, man. Yo, that trust shit's me. your enemy. Trust you, me. I don't know. You're just staring at it, or you're clicking your um, lock button on your phone like every thirty seconds. Just like, why hasn't the clock moved? Mm-hmm. And I just knew that I couldn't do that. So instead of just coming home, plopping myself in bed for the next five hours, I went to the um, on-campus uh, counseling center. I talked to my therapist. I let shit out. I felt better. I didn't want to go to class still. I felt a little better, but I came back and I, I took a nap. So I was tired. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you just got to let yourself feel it. But that cannot be an every time thing. Just like treating yourself is a thing. You If you want to get a shirt because you fucking deserve it, go get it. Go get that fucking shirt. <laughs> but, like, there comes to a certain point where, like, if you're doing that every week, Girl, your credit card bill is gonna be so long. Like you can't. You, Facts. You just bought yourself like six shirts because you're feeling bad. Like now your bill's just long. Like Forever Twenty One gets expensive. Or if you don't have a credit card, or right? your bank account yeah, screaming yeah, at you. Yeah, you are. <laughs> your balance. That shit's negative. Bro. Facts. What I learned that the hard way. Yo. Yeah. <laughs> so it comes to a certain point where like, yes. Let yourself feel it. Have a day. But be productive. <laughs> Try your best. Facts. I have I have my days too when I'm just like, yeah, today I just today it's just not going. And sometimes I skip classes. I don't try to, but I'm like I w- I'm always willing to make up what I missed out on. So sometimes it'll be that um I procrastinate a lot, so if I'm not feeling it, then I'll probably do something like play video games or watch a lot of TV. Music is a big form of procrastination. That's why when I like when I'm doing schoolwork, I can't listen to any music because it's just a distraction to me. I know some people work very well. Um, I can listen to music if it's just like mindless background noise where I just won't pay attention to it but if it's like something I fuck with Mm -hmm. and people know I'm gonna like I dance to my shit I sing to my shit all the time um that doesn't help I'll go out to get food cause what better way to procrastinate when it's like hey look at the time I haven't eaten all day (laughs) it's time to go get food or you know do other things like take a trip to New York yeah. <laughs> Cause why not? That quick three-hour trip. That quick, yo, that three hour go. Those three and a half hours go by so quick when you're procrastinating, yo. Yeah. <laughs> you have no when idea. You could be doing anything else. But I like, could be doing anything. Else. Well, hey, it's a, it's a plus. Like yeah. one, one at this point, I'm used to the trip. Two, it's like to see you. Yeah. And three, um, if I'm trying to do work, I always got my backpack with me. Right, right. <laughs> so it's like I put in the effort. It's like, yo, you're, you're like you're procrastinating, bro. I I know, <laughs> but I have my shit with me. So and like I'm sometimes trying. facts, and then sometimes when you're at work or you're at class, you come back, you'll see him on my laptop. Like yeah. I'm working on my it's shit because right. like yo, I give myself those little vices, but then when it's time mm-hmm. to be responsible again, I'm like, alright, let's just like 
get back to the shit. Right. So that's what I do um, to stay productive. When I know I'm going to fall off, then I'll do that little bit just to give myself that satisfaction and then come back to do, all right, I got to do this, blah, 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 do that, that, that. Because um, if I don't do that and I get, like, pushed back with all of my shit, that's just going to add to my stress and all this other shit. Because college, yo, people don't know, college is a whole different factor when it comes to talking about, like, stress and anxiety yeah. and shit like that. Um, yeah. And then that ties into the next topic with juggling responsibilities. Yo, I'm nice. <laughs> with juggling responsibilities. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> um, with juggling responsibilities, I currently, let's see, as a responsibility, I work, I go to school, this podcast... Um, bills to pay, have like a shitload of bills I need to pay. So it's a lot of responsibilities all at once Mm -hmm. and juggling. It's like, it's like you, when they say you have to choose three, it really is three. When it comes to college, you either get good grades, you have a social life Mm -hmm. or what was the third one? Or you get sleep. Yeah. Sleep. So sleep, grades, social life. And somehow... I managed to balance all three, but it's like you can have two, you can have like, you can be great at one thing, but you're not as strong as at other things. So because I'm balancing all three, I'm doing all right at all three. You feel me? Because I'm putting my focus on all three. Mm -hmm. Um, Just because I have to, like for for school, I got to get my degree. So like I, that's my top priority. Mm -hmm. But um. With have with having my own car and paying for that all by myself, with living on my own, paying for my bills and all my other utilities, I have to throw work into that. Right. So um, I have to work just to survive, and I have to go to school just because like this is my situation. Better, yeah. So that happens. But then with all of my shit going on at the side, like mm-hmm. I can't just do school and work because then I'll be a zombie. So then I try to find time for my friends. And with how busy I am, I barely have time for my friends. So my social life is like all the way down here. Right. Because people that I used to talk to all the time can't really talk to them that much or see them that much because I have to balance my other shit. Mm -hmm. But I don't want to lose what I've gained with them. So that's why I still like check in every now and then because I just refuse to lose like that friendship. And then like everything else, it just adds to the stress, adds to mad shit. Cause like yo, I gotta go to work. At the same time, I have this presentation in the morning, and then at the same time, haven't talked to my mom in a week. <laughs> so it's like yo, what the yeah. fuck? I just that's need a why for myself. You I, feel me? I I made you answer her phone call the other day in the middle of the restaurant. I was yeah. like, answer your mother's phone call. Yeah, Are you facts, kidding me? Facts. She don't even know I'm here, so it's like it's <gasps> crazy. Sometimes I just get up and I just go places without damn, telling damn. people. I I mean, cause it's like. If I lived back home, then yeah, I would have told her that I was going to New York. But I since guess. being on my since being on my own, I kind of just do things and yeah. without telling people. Like my my cousin who my cousin who's like a big brother to me found out I was here when everybody else found out via Snapchat when mm-hmm. I like posted a snap. And I told my sister because I saw her before I came here, but my little brother didn't know I was coming here. Mm-hmm. Like, kind of just go up and go places without telling right. people. 
But yeah, it's just things like that become difficult for me because I want to excel at all three. And technically I can, but it's just a sacrifice. And sometimes that sacrifice is me, you feel right. me? Right. But I'm just always like, oh, I'm going to bounce back. So like if, I fall, if I'm falling off from school, oh, I'll bounce back. Or... Um, I'm not making money at work. I'm like, I'll make more next week. Yeah. Or behind on my like behind on my bills, I'll pay it next week. But then so slowly, you, yeah, everything you just, just gets pushed back. You, you feel keep me? a positive mindset. That's like, the only, that's kind of the only way you can keep. Yeah. Well, for me, that's kind of the only way I can keep going. Stay I afloat. Yeah. Because I always say, you got to be positive about everything, or like negativity, all that shit would just swallow right. you whole. You feel me? Because you've you've seen how negative situations how they've affected other people. Or of how other people chose to deal with it, and yeah, you've seen cool. you've seen the repercussion the repercussions they have to go through. Mm-hmm. So I always try to remain positive or just see the light at the end of the tunnel because that's what's going to motivate me and right. um, encourage me to just see it through. Like this college shit, to be honest, like I lost motivation for college a long time yeah. ago. Unfortunately, so yeah, unfortunately, that's part of the reason why I'm heading into my fifth year, just because I lost all this motivation. Right. But just completing everything and being so close and just doing this one thing that my mom has only asked me for, just to yeah. do that one thing to be almost done with it is enough to just push me through it. You feel me? Yeah. And then with work, I don't like I don't wanna be doing I don't I don't wanna serve for the rest of my life. I'm not gonna serve, but I've been serving since I was seventeen. So technically serving has been my only like job since I was seventeen. I've only served this only thing. Uh-huh. And it's and it's cool because it's quick money and I can do that based on my school schedule. Right. So I do that, and I don't want to do that, but it's suddenly what I do to make sure I have a balance with all my other shit. You feel mm-hmm. me? And doing that, what motivates me is having that money to fully take care of myself and not having to rely on my mom since I was 17 years right. old. Because it's been just me and my mom in the house, mm-hmm. so she had to take care of herself, bills, all that shit with me on the side. But then it was lit when I was 17 and I started working at Regina's because since then I haven't needed to ask my mom for a single thing. Mm-hmm. So it's like I'm now not an expense to her. You feel me? Yeah. All that extra money that she would have used to like support on me and shit can be headed towards whatever she needs to. Uh-huh. Like she don't pay for school. She don't pay for like shit now and that's like the least i could do you feel me right she's you sacrificed like 18 years of her life 17 years of her life i'm just like yo treat yourself you feel me you did a great job yeah and now i just and another motivator for me to finish school is when i do cross that stage and i do get my degree in the mail i'm just like yo you have officially fulfilled your role as a parent right congratulations <laughs> now, like relax yeah <laughs> like, I, I got it now like Every every parent's goal is to get their kid through college, and as soon as I graduate, I can say that my mom did that. So mm-hmm. that's what's motivating me. You feel me? Yeah. But how do you how do you juggle with your responsibilities? I know you got a you got a you got a um, busy life too. Yeah, I mean, same thing. Just working full time, yeah. going to school full time, trying to like I. My main hobby for the longest time was just going to the gym. I'm, I mean, I, my, I am a photographer for my job. Hey, like talk that's your shit, talk your yeah, shit. you know, <laughs> you know yeah, takes pictures of, of horses and shit. Well, okay, I don't take pictures of horses. <laughs> I work at a resort called the Rockin' Horse Ranch. 
Yeehaw. Um, location. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, and basically, I work for Kodak, and I take black. pictures. Yeah, Kodak Black. See <laughs> there. Um, basically, the guests who stay there can ride horses on a trail, and as they're either coming out of the barn or going back into it, I take their picture on a horse. I say smile, click click. Each people or each person gets two. Um, so I try and do that outside of work too. You know, take my camera. I have a personal camera, so I'll take that into nature and shit. Take mm. a little walk. Like I said, cardio. Get that sun on your skin. Let that nice. contact be made. Mm. Um, and I just, it's really calming because like. Photography is such a still activity. I don't have a tripod or anything. Mm. I don't. I do it all freehand. Yep. Still hand. I don't have steady hands, so I. It takes me a second. I've gotten better with it, but it takes me a second to be able to focus. I do. I don't do autofocus. I do manual. I do my own aperture and whatnot. So it takes me a second. It. It really like it slows down my heart rate if like I like to do it when like I'm anxious Mm. and when I'm anxious my heart rate really increases like my resting heart rate so I'll take my camera the rail trail is right down the road for me so I'll just start walking and start taking pictures of random shit and because I'm taking five ten seconds to get a really good shot it really just calms me down so I'm trying to gain more hobbies i tried water coloring was it <laughs> watercolor painting yeah i'm not good at that it was re- i like <laughs> to do tried. it yeah. i like doing it's a fun, it's a fun but hobby. i'm not i'm not good at it yeah fuck it you don't have to be good at no, it I know. as long as it's something you enjoy doing <laughs> but like like we have um watercolor paintings on our wall in our living room and you can tell which ones are mine because it was, <laughs> looks like it was made by a kindergartner. Um, but can I it's guess like, which ones are yours? Yeah, please do. Is that, is that bottom right you? Yes. Um, the one to the left of the fuck you. Yes. <laughs> and now, to be fair, the one to the left of the left? fuck you is me and Maeve. Um, um, is that a unicorn? No, that's literally just strokes. Hey, yo, it's abstract art. It's abstract. What? Yeah. Okay. That's when we, me and Maeve were tripping on acid, and we were literally just laying on the floor in my living room, letting the sunlight hit the paper that we were painting on, Mm. and we were just taking the brushes and stroking the paper and just watching the water like (laughs) spread. (laughs) We were like, "Yo, yo, this is art. (laughs) Yo, this is art." I feel like fucking. Like, that looks like something Picasso would make. Yo, art is literally coming really from this paintbrush. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you. College shit. Yeah. People always... College is your time to experiment, folks. That's why I don't judge people for whatever they do. Hey, before college, I did not smoke or drink. Yeah, I remember. <sighs> All too well. A yeah. whole year. 
you know, <laughs> you know, Devin talks about me going to Bridgewater for only a year, but can I just say for that entire year, this man did not smoke or drink with me. I was well, still there you when you were you, doing it, though. I started drinking. I think yeah, I, I started know, drinking I at some point freshman yeah, year. Yeah, a few t- a few times. Yeah, but it wasn't really. You didn't a- smoke with me once. Cause I didn't smoke. I know. I, Cause like I, I didn't have you. I didn't have like I didn't have anything against people that smoked. I just didn't find my reason to. Yeah. Like me, like I was cool with it. I just needed a reason to do it, and I didn't find right. my reason until like second semester sophomore year. You feel me? Um. But yeah, fuck it. What were we talking about? The, the paintings. Oh, oh well, just juggling responsibilities. Oh, facts, facts. I'm trying to get more hobbies and watercolor painting was one of them that Facts. I tried doing. Um Maeve and I have well mainly Maeve. I fell off of that. But we were trying to find busts. So <laughs> like in our living room we have a bust of Obama. Is that a Chia pet? That is, is that a Chia pet. So why why don't you guys grow on it? I I don't know how to do that. It's Maeve's. I don't think she has chia seeds. Don't you need the seeds? I thought the seeds were in the right. bust and you just oh, no throw idea. water on it. I don't I fucking know. I think you just throw water on it. But So we have that one. <laughs> we have um, JFK. Nice. I think that's Mozart. Interesting. Um, that, I'm going to go off on this for a second because uh-huh. it still fucks me up. <laughs> we have one. My roommate Maeve just got one. And it looks like... Kim Jong-un, dressed as Elvis, but it also looks like a butter sculpture. But what is it actually? I don't. Dressed as Elvis. Dressed we were as... trying to collect those, but... It's funny, because as soon as she said it, I was like, yeah, I see it. I, I see it. It's, it's way <laughs> too accurate. Um, yeah, so that's all you're trying to do? That's... Uh, your shit? That's really all I'm doing right now. I did want to do um sci chai which is the honors program for psychology but i decided to i i felt like i was already getting overwhelmed because this is the first semester that i started working over 35 hours a week mm-hmm. so and i i had to do that like i i need to see to i mean i have my own place i pay my own bills yeah so um I, that's just something that needed to happen and although i did think doing the honors program was important i have another year of school to do but you're in the honors program here no i i oh. want to join it i it's um it's a club essentially but oh, okay. it's, it's an honors club it's oh, an okay honors i was about to say i was like isn't it too late but it's I, like I honors okay so um i have another year. Okay. so like juggling responsibilities i'm trying to priori- prioritize like things over others mm-hmm. okay well, I wish you the best um, yeah. luck on all that because, A, shit can be hard out here. Nobody tells us how to do it. Mm-hmm. We're kind of just thrown Winging into it. it and say, yo, good luck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, how do you know when it's time to admit that you need it? Well, not how do you know or how do you deal with accepting the help? Hmm. And this is all. Well, okay, admitting when you need help. Yes, because that's, like, that's like a lot of people don't like asking right. for help, but when they do ask, they're given all the help in the world, and they're mm-hmm. like, oh, that was easy. There is a big factor, and like Will Smith said it best in like some speech that I'm mm-hmm. not going to quote word for word, nothing more than idea, Like, and fear stops us from doing so many things, mm-hmm. opportunities, 
so many experiences we could have enjoyed we've we didn't do any of it once once you're able to face that fear and just get past the point of fear everything experience all these new things blah 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 so with the fear of asking for help people don't like being seen how to do everything on their own but then in doing that people put a lot on their shoulders and don't realize when they're drowning but when they do um and some people do take the actual chance to ask ask for help Mm -hmm. they do get that help well now i don't want to split this up into gender differences because there are obvious individual differences Mm -hmm. but asking for help or admitting or even acknowledging that you need help mm-hmm. it's hard. isn't it's the real i don't want to say problem but it's really hard for guys to do more so than girls because you said it guys like guy to guy it's hard to talk that's why you have female friends right yeah. It's a masculinity it's, it's, issue. Exactly. It's hard to come to terms with your emotions when you're a man. and Or finding the right group of people to talk exactly. to. Exactly. Yes. It, it has a lot to do with society. I think everybody knows that. But I, it's really... it's It really depends on the person. Like, but it's not just for guys, though. No, no, no. I, that's why I... I, now it, I I'm not really sure where I stand um, in psychology as far as gender differences go because individual differences are, they vary just way too much to to be like black or white, you know, like, like men are this way, women are this way. No, I, I'm not convinced, Mm -hmm. you know, there, there's way too many individual difference differences to deduce that like women are more emotional than men which like sure at at a societal level we can say that but like behind closed doors you know like yeah you never know um admitting when you need help that's that really just depends on the person because it's so easy to be like listen to your friends listen to your own thoughts you know when you need help but it's so much harder than that. Mm. Like you said, you are afraid of being viewed as weak or fragile mm. or vulnerable. Being vulnerable is such a hard thing to do for some people Sorry. because you have lived a life of feeling like you can depend on yourself that when someone's asking you to be vulnerable to them, it's it's uncomfortable almost because mm-hmm. you're just an open book and it's hard that's why um seeking therapy is hard for a lot of people Facts. also like that's why the that's term why shrink for me too because people feel like they're being shrunken by therapists mm-hmm. for some reason i don't understand that personally there's different kinds of therapy so if you just go to one and you don't like that go to a different one like mm-hmm. there are so many types and I, I think it's something that everybody should do, even if you don't think that you personally are depressed. Like, I I think everybody should be able to talk about their shit with a therapist. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, you can go to your friends, but 
they're also biased. Yeah, of to course. Remember. Yeah. You know, they're always going to be on your side. But you need someone with a rational, unbiased opinion to, like, guide, not guide, mm-hmm. but give you an alternative res- uh, perspective. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but asking for help or acknowledging that you even need it is half the issue. Facts. It's half the job. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's two steps to the whole problem. It's going to get it and actually getting it. Mm-hmm. So, what do you think? Um, I mean, I commend those that are always, like, willing and able to ask for help. Because mm-hmm. there's always people willing to help. You just, like, need to ask. Because right. I'm the type of person where... I'll help you, but, like, I also understand what you're going, what, like, the other person might be going through, so I'll only help if I'm, if they ask. Mm-hmm. Um, because people want the, want the, um, feeling of doing it themselves, they want to accomplish it, they just want to do everything on their own, just say, just so they can say, I did it without any help. Right. Um, some people clearly show that they need the help, but they're just not able to say it. Mm-hmm. So, when it comes to me, I'll I'll try to maneuver a way where I can like give my services or just like be um, be as much as help be as much of help as I can without right. you having to say it. And normally for me, I try to I'll try to like play it easy, like don't push mm-hmm. too hard. I'll normally say, oh, how can I help or like what do you need or blah blah blah, because. You don't have to ask for help, but I'll still like say like, "Yo, do you need some help?" I right. won't. I won't blow up the spot because that's what happens too. Um, if you come to them real low key and just like real chill and just talk to everything like in a private situation, I always feel like people are much more w- willing to just um, admit that they need it or seek out help. Because sometimes it, because sometimes um, it'll come to them as an intervention or it'll mm-hmm. come to them in a public place where they're just not comfortable or it's just not the right it's place. Yeah, yeah, it's like overwhelming. People can't take all of that and mm-hmm. just be expected to like open up. But normally if I'll do it, if I see somebody, I won't like yell it across the room, but I'll come up, just pull up to the side like, yo, what's up, blah, 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 mm-hmm. without, av- without actually having to say it, get to the root of the problem. You feel me? Yeah. And I'll be like, all right, well, um, and even if they don't want to talk, that's cool, too, because, like, you tried. You feel me? Right. And that's the whole like, thing. You, tried. you need to let them come yeah. to it at their own terms. Facts. You can't, that's the whole thing with, like, it really depends on the person because you can't force someone exactly. to be open. Exactly. It's really hard to be vulnerable like that. And when you force somebody, to, to some people, that's actually what drives them away. You yeah. feel me? Because the more you push, it kind of drives, like, that other person away. Yeah. So I'll be like, yo, I get it if you're not ready to talk. But I'm just saying whenever you are ready to talk. Or, if, hey, if you don't want to talk, if you just try, if you just need a distraction, mm-hmm. just let me know. Pick up. Let's go get some food. Let's go to a movie. Blah, 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 blah. And we don't got to talk about it at all if you don't want to talk to. Right. But during this whole time, if you ever feel like you want to talk about it, just know you'll mm-hmm. have a friend right next to you whenever you're ready. You feel me? Just giving them that space goes a long way. You feel me? Because right. that builds trust. Um, 
That lets the person know that they can be honest with you. Mm-hmm. And for a lot of other people, they want to open up, but they just don't know if they can trust you, if whatever the matter is, if it actually will stay between you guys, or if right. you just go around talking to other people. I I use that as a big indicator for myself, because as you know, I don't really go around talking about my personal shit just because I don't like talking about my personal yeah. shit, but it's also, I don't know who to trust with my personal shit, you feel me? I'm... I get talked to about shit all the time, so what I use as a big indicator is if the person is coming to me to talk about somebody else's shit, right then and there, I know I can't tell them any of my shit. Right. Because, like, yo, I get it. You're telling me because you trust me with the information, but no matter how much you trust me, because it's not your information to tell, right then I can't trust you with my information because I wouldn't want you to tell. Like, you telling me this, I wouldn't want you, like, telling me if I was the other person. You feel me? Yeah. And... Normally, that will go because people know I don't have a big mouth, mm-hmm. so I'm very well with keeping all the information inside, but even though that's the case, you like still shouldn't be telling the shit, um, so that's how I go off of it, right. but the people that I know I can trust in my life, who knows, won't say shit, mm-hmm. who'll be able to support me um, and give me all the advice I need without being biased. Of course, they're going to be biased and like be by your side, but mm-hmm. some people know that, and find good ways about talking around the bias you feel me like yo you're my friend so you know i love you but (laughs) you're fucking up you feel me well that's why this also goes back to holding your friends accountable exactly the good thing about having a therapist is that they're giving you rational sound advice Mm -hmm. that isn't biased like your friends are so they're they hold um, your uh, what? What's the saying? Your best um, interest at heart. Yes, yes. They're your best interest at heart. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas your friends are doing the same, but in not in the most um, logical way. Mm-hmm. Like it's very um, construed with emotion, and whereas with a therapist, they are trained. To construct more logical um, advice. Yeah. 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 I hear you 100%. Um, yeah, it's just a thing. Not not everybody can do it, but, you know. No, I, I, it's it's hard. Facts. Um, and, of course, we'll skip by that topic because, I don't know, unless you want to talk about taking time to reflect, I feel like we touched that on, on that already, unless you have any more you want to add to that. Well, what else is there to really say? Yeah, I don't know. We've said you a know. lot. Um, sometimes you need sometimes you need a minute to just sit back, chill, yeah. and reflect on the whole situation because not doing that. Um, we talked about impulses Suppress. before, suppressing your emotions. impulses and emotions where eventually you'll just... Um, blow. Yeah, blow at people. And I remember I did a rant on Snapchat the other day about nothing personal, but like... Just because I see it happen to other people so much, I just felt like I had to talk about it. I was talking about um, no matter what situation you go through, whether it's negative, if it had to do with, if it had, yeah, I was about to say no matter what happened in your past, um, what you've been through negatively with someone, you can't project those emotions onto somebody else. You feel me? Because if you do that, if you do that, just know 
you can't be surprised if they give you a negative reaction back. You feel me? Right. Because some people will go through some shit and um, they'll project that onto somebody else and then be surprised about the reaction they get back. Yeah. And I'm just like, yo, I was over here chilling, having a great day, blah, blah, blah. I was talking to you. Somebody else or some other situation got you fucked up. So now you're projecting it onto me and I was cool, but now you want to throw that at me. So now you got me, now you got me in this place. Mm -hmm. So now I'm going to project it right back at you. And you're like, whoa, bro, like relax i was i was like nah you you, you threw this my way you got to take the shit back mm-hmm. i don't want all this bad energy take that shit back well you holding your friends accountable for <laughs> yeah, their actions facts. right there facts. but that's the thing when you're correcting your friends like that you're doing it because you want them to react irrationally to, or not rationally you want them to start reacting more rationally to things that elicit yeah yeah. that kind of reaction so when you're doing that that's holding your friends accountable (laughs) that's but that's a a very constructive way to do that yeah you know so call back to that yeah well i tell my i tell my friends all the time i tell my friends all the time hey feel free to talk to me about your problems i'm an open ear i will love to give you advice or if i have no advice to live just to be an ear to listen to right but i always got my finger on the trigger mm. <laughs> <laughs> so the minute i get the minute i get shot at i got my <laughs> shit john and i'm ready to shoot back. but yo remember i'm here for you, you know? yeah keep that same I'm, energy I'm not, yeah, yeah facts i'm not here for me i'm here for yeah. you right now so check yourself you feel me <laughs> um and then these last two we can kind of combine them it's being comfortable with yourself and taking your own advice. Yeah. Um, I kind of talked to you the other night, actually, about like being comfortable with yourself. Yeah. And I say this a lot to people. Actually, I've had, I had said it once on the podcast earlier before, but I can say it again. Um, I was talking about how um, the reason the reason for most of the issues we go with in terms of like society or like dealing like with other people. Um, we're just not cool with how shit is like right now. Like we want to be, we want to be at one point, yeah. but we're not there yet. And because we're not there yet, we're um, getting upset about the whole progress or trying to rush to get to that point. Right. But some people don't know that actually taking your time to get to that point is going to like make you such a better person. Trust the process. Facts, you got to trust the process. Like sometimes people just need the time to take exactly. it. Exactly. But also acknowledging um, acknowledging everything that's wrong mm-hmm. and just accepting it for what it is. And if you're willing to change it, of course, you have means to change it. But if you don't want to change it and you don't find, like, a problem with it, then, hey, live your best life. Right. I say this most when talking about my weight insecurity because... Um, I remember saying I've been big since I was seven, but my insecurity didn't like spike until like sixteen, seventeen, because mm-hmm. that's like that's like peak high school. You feel right. me? that's peak high school. You're about to go to college. Um, you're probably like thinking about relationships and blah blah mm-hmm. blah blah blah. And then with your view on yourself is very malleable. At exactly. That point of your life. It yeah. was and with sixteen, seventeen, you're really big on social Absolutely. media. So especially with our generation. Yeah. So everyone's throwing. I'm like goals and like mm-hmm. what you should look like blah 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 so how it affected me was like a weight insecurity you feel me 
And those, like, couple of years were, like, rough. I was looking down on myself. Mm-hmm. Um, fucking confused about where I was in life. I didn't understand how I was able to pull off actually having a girlfriend or, like, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. I was, like, saying, oh, how was I'm actually surprised someone's, like, finding interest in me. Like, just, like, things right. like that. Just, like, insecurity after insecurity. But a- after a certain point, um, and I don't know how I did it. I think I just did it after um, just a lot of, like, reflecting because I'm very open with my friends. So after, like, having a lot of conversations, it just changed the way I think about myself. Mm-hmm. And I think it was moving into my new apartment with uh, Mike, Don, and Darnell. Shout out to them. I think moving into them and then just being in this new space kind of influenced my way of thinking just because I just had all new perspectives to think about. Mm-hmm. And just how all of our lifestyles just come together as one. And now I'm at a place where, like, yeah, I might look like this. Might not be able to do that. But here's where the positive, like, shit comes off. But I can do this. I can do that. Blah, blah, blah. I'm happy with this. I'm happy with that. Everybody that I know fucks with me because I'm doing blah, blah, blah. Like, everyone that I know, everyone I'm cool with fucks with me. It's just I don't fuck with me. You feel me? Mm -hmm. And the things that I want to work on. I'm currently working on, but the things that I know take more time, I'm cool with, like, understanding and accepting the fact that it's going to take time. Right. I've now come to a place of, like, comfort, and I'm, like, just comfortable with everything. That's why now it changed the way I talk, because now it's, like, more confidence. So, um, even looking the way I look, I just, like, walk around. You, like, you can't even tell. Some people can't even tell the insecurities of thing just by how I carry myself and how I talk, you feel me? Because right. it took a lot of time to get to that point. Now I'm just like, hey, blah, 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 blah. And you just, you just couldn't tell, but it's still there. Um, that came from a place of comfort and also just realizing, yo, Dev, or DM me, however you want to address me, everybody fucks with you, so don't worry about society. You just have to worry about liking yourself, you feel right. me? And at the end of the day, society, like, who gives a fuck about society? There's so much, so many people in this world that we don't even know, vice versa. They don't even know us, so... Yeah. We're bound to meet a lot of people, and who knows? If you think people are judging you or people don't like you, maybe it's just because... And I'm not to point that a lot of people are going to find this as triggering when I say yeah. this. But, like, if you think people don't like you or they feel a certain way, that's just Take because you... F- that's But that's only because you think that way of yourself. Yeah. You feel me? Well, then maybe there's a reason why you feel that way. Facts, facts, facts. That's why I say, like, take a step back. Mm -hmm. Maybe evaluate yourself. See, like, pinpoint, like, what it is. And this is the other thing with, like, friends need to be honest and straight up. You should be able to go to your friends and be like, what am I? I'm tripping. Like, what what is wrong? Like, Mm -hmm. help me. What am I doing wrong here? I should expect what, a What can answer. I do to better myself? And they should be able to give you a straight answer. Facts. You know? Yeah. Um, going off of what you said about, like, I might not be this way, but I am this way. J. Cole, man. <laughs> All you see is what you lack and not what you pack in. Mm. You have to, like, remember what it is that you do love about yourself. Yeah, because everybody has flaws and everybody notices their own flaws. Everybody nitpicks. Mm-hmm. Like, you know. We're our own worst critic. Exactly. Pretty much, yeah. Exactly. And what I was saying before, like, the way we view ourselves is completely different from how others view us. Facts. And even amongst them, 
Like, one person might think you fucking suck, and another person might think you're the best person on this planet. Facts. And it's crazy, because we still work to please the people that exactly. don't fuck. Like, we don't take the time to acknowledge the people that actually fuck with yeah. us. You feel me? Yeah. Because it's like, oh, my friend will always be my friend. My best friend will always be my friend. So mm-hmm. it's okay. Um, but I right. want They'll, them to like Yeah, me. it's like, yeah. they'll always be in my corner, so I don't have to worry about them. But that person. Right. We also we have to keep in the forefront of our mind that not everybody is going to like us. Facts. You feel me? You and that's okay. You can't find a friend in any, everyone. You know? Facts. And that's okay. You feel me? Yeah. There's so many fucking people on this planet. Not everybody is going to be your friend. And you need to stop pleasing people or trying to please people um, when you're really just hurting yourself. Facts. Like, if they don't like you because you have like a weird sense of humor don't change your sense of humor just to please them fucking yeah. you still make have a good exactly. yeah you still have a good sense of humor it's just exactly. some, to somebody else you feel me there you go yeah because there's no such thing as a because i say how there's no such thing as bad music and there's no such thing as a bad sense of humor right. it's just um appeals to certain different people you mm-hmm. feel me um and to go off that there was something i was about to say oh yeah i was gonna say the thing with comfort is um, once you are comfortable or you are able to find like comfort within yourself and be confident, you start to gain confidence mm-hmm. because this one little thing that was um, bothering you for so long, you decide to look past it or overcome it. And now it's um, now it's changing the way you talk, the way you act, your body language. Um, st- people start to, people start to look at you different because you have this new aura around you. Maybe you'll start to, dress different or whatever it is you do and i think when you get to that point of um being comfortable i think the people who don't like you 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 kind of wean them out and they don't even become a factor anymore because once you once it's like this once you know yourself no one no one can tell you shit once you know yourself you feel me Mm -hmm. so before you're trying to worry about pleasing all these other people but now these people aren't even a factor because you're around a bunch of people that actually fuck with you Mm -hmm. and those are the only people you're around yeah and they're uplifting your confidence with you instead of taking you down or saying this is what you should be like or this is what you should look like you feel me and it's just everything just rounds out smooth and that, that's why i'm always like shouting out my friends or um showing my lo- yeah, love to my absolutely. friends everywhere because every all the individual ones that i shout out on a daily basis mm-hmm. they all know the vibes you feel me well the thing about confidence is while i absolutely think that if you if you see that your friend looks good, or even if they... Oh, I gas my whole I, I <laughs> If a friend posts something, no matter what, like, even if they don't look... F- that This sounds wrong, but, like, even if it's not, like, their best picture ever taken, I will always say, you look amazing. Because, they're, I, in my opinion, they always do. I might flame. But... You might flame. I might. Uh, <laughs> no, if you think, if you're feeling yourself, who am I to be like, nah, like, bitch, you... Oh, no, no, I'll never shot. say you look no, ugly. No, 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 no never. The, our, a lot of our main issues, personally, have, lie in the fact that it's hard gaining confidence. Because while, yes, like, your friend's gassing you, likes on Instagram, that's all temporary. That goes away. Mm. That increases your dopamine levels for, like, a few minutes, and then it just goes back down. But... Ah, gas, dopamine, I see what you did there. Mm, yeah, you see. Smart, mm. smart. Mm. <laughs> um, but with confidence, and we say this a lot in this household. This is something we're trying to live by. Energy cannot be destroyed. 
So if when you're creating energy, when you are putting energy into the world saying, like, I am confident, like, I am beautiful, I am smart, I matter, that energy cannot be destroyed. Just like if you're like, like, I'm ugly, like, I need to work on myself, like. That's all. Oh. I'm just saying oh. it louder. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I, I tend to like kind of like rescind into like a low voice. You know how I am. That's cute. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's so easy easy to create that kind of energy, and then it sticks with you. Like if you're having a bad day, and you're just like, and you keep creating that energy, it's gonna surround you. Facts. But if you if you take the second to be like, you know what, like, even if it's against how you're actually feeling. If you take that time to just be like, you know what, like, I matter, you're creating that energy, and that shit cannot be destroyed. That is physics, bitch. Like, that is science, bitch. (laughs) Was that too loud? That might have been too loud. No, you're fine. You're fine. (laughs) A little breaking bad for you, (laughs) That's okay, because you have that saying, in this household, in my household, it's good vibes only. So, trust me. I understand 100%. Mm -hmm. I understand 100%. Um... And taking your own advice. Do you have anything on that? Yo, okay. Now, before before I go into this, I when I wrote this down, taking your own advice, I wrote this it down in, in giant caps just because Kay and I both struggle with that the entire time. Like, yo, we, we both know of each other's situations all so well. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, and sh- sh- I know her situation. She knows my situation. And she'll say... To me, exactly what she should say to herself, and I say to her exactly what I should be saying to myself. Mm -hmm. But here's the thing: we always do the opposite of what we tell each other to do, and it's just like, yo, and that's why that's why I fuck with Kay because I I don't do it either. Because even when we don't take our own advice, we don't we don't like rash on each other and be like, yo, see, this is why like be condescending. We don't we're not we're not condescending. We both understand. But it comes with time. But yeah, taking your taking your own advice is, is a really I mean, we're we're struggling with that issue, but it is right. a really good thing to think about. Cause sometimes I, I say this to you all the time, right? <laughs> I know ex- <laughs> I know exactly what you're going through. I'll yeah. I'll set it up in everything. Yeah. Like I'll be like, Oh, so how do you feel blah 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 about about this? And then you'll just go off on a tangent and just give me maybe a five minute speech, and I'll just sm- you'll you'll because you'll know when I got you because I'll just stare at you while you're talking. I'll just smile, oh, yeah. and then when you're done, I'm like, sounds familiar, yeah. does it? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> well, that goes back to taking your own advice. Um, that's why you need to let your friends learn on their own because they know what's right. Facts. They know what's right. Mm-hmm. It's hard to do what's right, but they know they know what they should be doing. They know they're not doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. But it's not always the easiest thing. But that's why you have your friends around. Facts. To let, keep you in check. Love you too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right what's the cause how are you feeling, feeling like good. right now how are you feeling I'm feeling good feeling good got a lot of stuff off my chest i know i was about to say yeah. did this podcast help this, at all this was a long talk and see this is just the regular this yeah, the regular we have talked like this <laughs> what was it the other day we were we were just doing a quick call and then we were on facetime you're like all right, I got to get off. We've been on the phone for so long. <laughs> what was that? Like, when When was it? Yeah, that was um, sometime this week. 
Yeah, it was probably like that the day before I came. It was right, probably, it happens probably, all the time. Yeah, probably. We yeah. just go off on in tangents. Yeah, but just because like because we know each other so well, we're just able to talk to each other so right. well. Like, like sometimes people just need a quick fifteen minute conversation. To us, we'll take that two hours and blah blah blah, right. and we'll just get everything out there and. We'll come to all these conclusions we didn't have before just because we didn't talk to each other yet. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Like, and that's pretty much what this is. We normally do that all on the phone, but right. we're now at two hours and fifteen minutes just talking face to face. You feel <gasps> me? And it's just wow. it's just regular for us. Yeah. You feel me? So, do do you feel good? Do you feel like I the do. podcast helped at all? Absolutely. Okay, Especially good. after this weekend. Okay. You great. Know? Great. I'm just happy I'm leaving you on a good note. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. It's all honestly. I, I have found that before you come here, at least the last few times. Mm, I've um, been here five times. Yeah. The last, <laughs> well, over the summer, I was doing pretty okay, I think. Yeah. Um, But the last few times, I have been struggling, and you pull up, and I'm, like, in a weird state, and then when you leave, I'm happy. Mm. Which, which sounds weird. Not- <laughs> Bitch, when you fucking leave this door, like, I'm so goddamn happy. I, but, like, it's because, you. like, it, it was such a fulfilling weekend that, like, I feel like myself again. Mm-hmm. Like, you're leaving, but it was a good weekend and I needed it, you Facts, know? and you know I'll be back soon. Exactly, so. exactly. Yeah. I know I'm going to see you next month, like, in this situation. Bridgewater's lit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, Bridgewater. Oh, I hope you're ready for me. Stay away from my people. I'm, I'm ready to come back. <laughs> I am ready for y'all. Certain people ain't ready for you, though. You? Um, you got that right. all right uh so we can wrap up this podcast um we even though this whole episode is full of reality checks we still have the segment of the reality check if you do want to just give a lasting thing about where where you're at or anything you want to tell the people or just anything this, this is like our conclusion paragraph conclusion paragraph I guess something I've been struggling with. Um, you are the most important person in your life. So take care of yourself. You are all you got, bitch. <laughs> you only get one body. I know that's really cliche, but it's so true. Mm-hmm. And most cliche- cliches are stupid because we just like put them on the back burner. We're like, yeah, yeah, no, I know. I know. Okay, I get it. Like, mm-hmm. you're right. But they're true. Mm-hmm. Just take care of yourself. Facts. Facts. I hear that. Um, I guess my reality check is that... Well, first of all, let me just say, when you when you were starting your reality check, and you were like, you are the most important... I got scared for a second. Uh-huh. I was like, yo, she about to say I'm the most important person in her life? <laughs> yeah, I was like... Because first of all... You were up that's there. A, thank you were up you. there. Thank you. But I was like, but first of all, that's a lot of responsibility. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yo, I don't know. But good. I'm happy you said you're the most important person in your life because people need to know that even though they could take care of the world, the world won't get taken care of exactly. if you're not there. If you feel me? So exactly. you got to take care of yourself first. But in terms of my reality check... Every time I have, like, these conversations with Kay, or, like, I come here, I, like, walk away with a better understanding of myself mm-hmm. because, um, like, I, like, I know myself. Like, I know, sh- I know how I am with blah, 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 blah. But it's like you said. It's like you see one thing and then people see 
um, another thing. And sometimes like, I just got to step out real quick and be like, yeah, okay, this is everything, blah, blah, blah. And normally she'll come back and it was like, all right, Dev, I know you're not going to like this or like, <laughs> I know you don't yeah. see this, but this is what you're doing. And then the whole time I thought I was doing good. And I, was, I was like, what you mean? <laughs> what you mean? I, I felt like I'm, I'm doing good. I'm, I'm living. And I always know like not to ignore anything she's saying or like just to dismiss anything she's saying because she wouldn't be saying it if she didn't like actually see it you right. feel me and a lot of people just taking that time to just accept it for what it is i'll be like all right if you're saying it then it must be an actual thing mm-hmm. and just taking that and running with it and it happens every time i do come here like when we do have our long conversations so i'm just able to appreciate that right. and just even this like even this little talk that we're doing right now even though i haven't eaten all day and i, I know am ready you to know get what's food. weird i was just thinking yeah i'm ready to get what? food when we get out of here by oh, the way. I mean, <laughs> uh, but yeah but yeah, it's been great. I've enjoyed this talk, Me and too. you know we're gonna we we have these talks all the time, and we're gonna have all these talks in the future. But mm-hmm. I just wanted everybody else to just right. get in on get in on this, yeah. and just see two best friends going back at it who just happen to be male and female, yeah. and because you know that's a real thing. People, you can't have a male that, and female that best is friend a thing. relationship. That is you a feel thing. Me? Um, and just work out so well. So. Got that out of the way. Now, the fun part, let's get to our vibes of mm. the week. Um, I'm, like, dying to play Juice World, but I'm going to play it on Wednesday's episode. Just because um, Rich got to be there. Rich got to be there with me when I go <laughs> in on that album. So that's why I didn't talk about the ad album at all. But just know, you guys know a two, day, two days um, ahead. I fucking love this album, <laughs> yo. But I'll talk about it more on Wednesday. Um, for my vibe of the week, I'm going to be playing this track by a local artist who wanted to move to L.A. to make noise. But it's all right. I still fuck with him. His name is Shay Crew. Shea, Kim, I actually put you on a Shay Crew yes, a while ago. You're in love with 2 a.m. Great mm, song, by the way. Song. I understand why you like that song. Mm. But this song I'm going to play is called um, Where You At. He stylizes it as W.Y.A. <laughs> Like a bridesmaid 
What your mama say to you when she say, God damn, look what God made I'm like, oh my God, I, I like it and freak you with shorty Shorty, just come for me, yeah. Every time you come in, no hit me Park it up, car, run it up Run it up, run it up Uh, we ain't playing roles while we tryna play If you tryna spend some roles, we can go to base I can get you on a day, baby, let me think About it, baby, no doubt it She climb up there like a mountain She got me so wet, keep it fountain I got it like that, never about it I ain't tryna share you I'm single, but you know that I care too We out here in the city getting fucked up I'm sipping on the sunny, baby, what's up? You call me in the morning when you need that Y-A or Where You At um, by Shay Crew. I hope you enjoyed. Okay, what's your vibe? Now, I feel like people might be a little disappointed with mine because it's very slow-paced. But so, this is... I've. This vibe, really is my vibe. vibe of the week. I have been falling asleep to this song. This is on my sleep playlist. Mm. I, I haven't played it over the weekend, but before you came, like, all last week, I've been playing this. In the car, like... It's the first song I put on, and it's slow, but it just, and it's weird that it makes me feel happy, mm-hmm. but Japanese Denim by Daniel Caesar, even though it is a slow love song, it makes me feel so happy, <laughs> and it makes me smile, because it, like, it really, like, describes, like, true love. That's what I want. That, it's like, basically, that's what I, tr- I strive for. It just makes me so happy. <laughs> I love it, and it's it's. Oh my god, it, I think it came out in 2016, so it's almost three years old. Mm, okay. All right, introduce mm. it one more time, just so they they got a fresh reminder. Japanese denim by Daniel Caesar. <laughs> mm. I don't stand in line. I don't pay for clothes for that. Yeah. But I wait for you I don't like to drink I don't like to think for that
spending all yeah, this time. Met you at the shop, sun was getting hot. I'm lonely. City on my own. Never would have thought you'd be the one I gotta hold me. But that's the way it goes. I'm reaching Nirvana. Goodbye, sweet Rwanda. High school was never for me. Yeah, I say let it be. Daniel Caesar. <laughs> great song. Great Facts, song. Great song. Um, when you were saying that you fell asleep to that song, it just made me remember about how Maddie fall, falls asleep to this podcast. Yes. And she'll always like text me or call me. I was like, hey, Deb, just letting you know, I still fall asleep to the <laughs> podcast all the time. Your voice is just so soothing. And I'm like, thank you, Maddie. Maddie yeah. being Kay's uh, sister. Yes. Uh, she goes to you, Buffalo. And she's spreading the podcast around over there. So I actually really. I really support that, and I fuck with it. But yeah, um, that was pretty much the podcast. I said I was going to bring Kay on this show, and I'm happy I got her on this show. Next time you see her, I don't know, might be when she comes down for Spring Fest, so it can be um, her, Darnell, and Ooh, I. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, it should be a fun episode, because yeah. then we'll do shit how we regularly do shit on the, on the podcast, and it's going to be lit. So once again, I hope everybody likes this. Share the with, share this with your friends who need to hear this conversation. Yeah. Um, 
still got a normal episode coming out in two days. So everybody that listens to the whole thing, you're getting a whole nother episode on Wednesday. <laughs> so be prepared for that. Um, Kay, is there any lasting words you want to say before we I... head out of here and get food? I am hungry. Facts. All right, let's get the fuck out of here. (laughs) Word. All right, so it's been your boy DME. And Kimmy. All right, and you've been listening to The Urban Product, and we will catch you in two days. Bye.